0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Brainy's Peach Tea. Welcome to episode 111 for those keeping track. Uh, So super excited on this Sunday evening to be talking... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, a movie we've oh, yeah. been anticipating for quite some time now. So I'm shopping at the bit to get it. You see scratching at Thor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're super excited. Uh, in a, in a pleasant movie uh, on a Sunday evening. Um, thanks for joining us. If you're joining us on the Facebook live stream, you're joining us on YouTube or Twitter or Instagram at the Audio Podcast. We always appreciate the support. And of course, this is coming to Get Your Love by Redbone, which was featured in the original Guardians of the Galaxy. And for those who've seen it, it comes back around nicely in volume yep. 3. So, um, I figured nice this was the only choice. This was the only choice to go. Even though great soundtrack, you Fant- I've, been,
1: I've been listening to that soundtrack since we have seen the movie. Nice, nice. Yeah, like that uh, is a soundtrack to fantasize you are shooting at people in space too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be joined by Jader later on for the gets to the film. Jason and I got a lot of work to get to beforehand,
1: but with me as always is Jason. Jason, what's up, man? How's it going, Ed? Good to be here. Good to be talking Guardians tonight, uh, anticipating an interesting conversation about the Flash, uh, you know, our, our weekly filleting of uh, Superman and Lois. <laughs> um, but uh, but before before we get to any of that, um, and before we even get to my Westeros report, I got a story to tell. I had a celebrity sighting this afternoon. Oh, okay. So this, af- this afternoon... I'm going <clears> to <throat> go to Central Park Zoo with my wife and my son. Uh, he'd never been there. We always take him to the Queen's one, but he's getting bigger. He wants to see more different animals. So he gets all excited for the red panda because he likes that um, that red panda Disney movie about generational trauma. And mm-hmm. um, so we, we, we're finished, and we're like, my wife's getting hangry. So we're looking out for, like, something to eat. Neither of us can get service for some reason, right? And I'm looking around, I'm looking around. And then all of a sudden I look up. And it's fucking Owen Wilson walking like, uh, yeah, walking toward me with his bike on his phone, just talking on his phone. And I look at him and I do a double take and I look at my wife who's who's looking at me because she's already noticed him, Mm -hmm. right? And I just do this. I go, is that that Owen Wilson? And she's like, (laughs) And we we didn't bother. I mean, you know, we're both yeah. New Yorkers. You don't you don't do that. But the kicker to this story is she's so nonplussed because she's like, "Oh yeah, I saw. Him. I've seen Owen Wilson before." She's like, "Last time I saw him, he had a bike and a cell phone too." I'm like, "Come on, man. What?
0: <laughs> Good I haven't seen Owen Wilson yet."
1: <laughs> Her best friend lives in the uh, the Upper East Side. Okay. So and and I I believe he lives in the Upper East Side or at least hangs out there or, you know it's whatever he's he's there that's where I saw him mm-hmm. so that's that's why she had seen him before because she she spends time in the Upper East Side with her best friend
0: nice dude that's a that's a good one man that's <laughs> yeah that's a real good one I mean randomly in the street I mean I I feel like I met John Leguizamo twice like that uh twice twice because I I don't know why he was by Forty Second Street like by Grand Central twice. I It was two times I saw him by over there in the same area, so I don't know what the deal is with that for him. I have absolutely no idea. Um, me and Byrne walked past John Totoro once ah, years nice. ago. Uh, by two minutes after each other, because I was walking ahead of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, star-wise, not too many times, though, Lord. Sometimes I wasn't sure, so I didn't say anything, and I just kept him moving.
1: Right. I've see this is this is the biggest celebrity I've ever seen. I've seen, it's a big one. um, I've seen George Takei, right? Okay. And uh, I don't know if I've told the story to you or on the show, but I always say that George Takei blessed my marriage because okay. the circumstances under which I met him was the day before my wedding. Uh, I was I worked in the city at the time in Midtown, and so I had gotten my tux uh, rental and my nephew's tux rentals um, there. So I left early from work got picked up my tuxes and as I'm walking out of the men's warehouse George Takei walks in and yes I'm a New Yorker but I'm I have a list of people I'll stop if if I see them and 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 it like if he was with someone or he was on the phone I would have kept going but he was alone walking into the store and I just went I'm sorry are you George Takei and he went yes and I was like (laughs) I'm a very big fan may I shake your hand and he goes Thank you. And he shook my hand. That we had we had this moment of eye contact. And then that was, and then I left him alone. I went on let him go on his business. But uh Okay. That's like probably the coolest one I've I've had because I actually interacted with him.
0: Uh man, I'm trying to think other ones. Well, I mean I worked at Godiva. I used to manage the Godiva on that used to be not there anymore. It was on 84th Street and Broadway, Upper West Side. So mm-hmm. Jimmy Smiths came in one day. So me oh, and Burr cool. kind of freaked out a little bit. We didn't I didn't really say anything to them though. Um also um the dude who uh voiced Kick. Oh, Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney that and that's it's funny because that's what everyone says. But I and it's funny because I know him and then once he was speaking, asking, like I wasn't looking at him, I was doing something else, and when he was speaking, I'm like, Michael. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what is it? Uh what is it? Uh the degrees of Kevin Bacon. What the hell's the thing again?
1: Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Six
0: degrees of Kevin Bacon me Hasselhoff.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. And that's I never right. put I never thought about that until right now. You're 3 clicks from the Hoff. Yes, yes.
0: So, um who's is in there? Oh, the dude who was in uh, Casey, who was Casey Jones in the first Ninja Turtles movie.
1: He came oh, in that's one go. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's usually the speed I see.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, right. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I once saw um, Gabrielle Onwarf. She used to be on burn notice, and she was in that movie we did on Double O Deep Dive. Uh, if looks could kill. Yes. Um, I once saw her at the at the the not the Met the the MoMA with like her family, and I was I was just I, and I did because again I'm not going to go up to these people, no. especially if they're there with their family. But I just kind of went. Yeah, and she wasn't looking at me. That was just for me. I was like, yeah, yeah I saw so a celebrity.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think you got to pick and choose your spots. Like if they're kind of wide open, you're like, "All right, I'll say something." But if they're busy, then I won't say it. Maybe a nod. If I happen to make eye contact, I'll maybe do a nod, and that's it.
1: That's yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Although I propose a new hobby for New Yorkers, and I guess you could do this in LA too. Um, Instead of bird watching, celebrity watching, where Mm -hmm. like you know, much like birds, you don't take pictures, you don't get proof, you just jot down it. Oh, I, I saw Owen Wilson on this day at this time. Yes, oh, very <laughs> rare—the Owen Wilson, you know. <clears throat> That's pretty good.
0: Um, what do you got from Westeros? Because I know you were you were right. getting, wanted to get to this.
1: All right, so I, I've had a wild emotional ride. I'm just starting season six. Wild emotional ride, guys. So I was on here last week going, um, "All right, well, Daenerys is turning evil, and I don't want to back her anymore. I guess who do I got left?" I say, "I said." All right, I guess Jon Snow, right? He's he's shaping up. And then that night, I watched that episode where Jon Snow gets ganked by the Night Watch. And I text Ed. It's like one in the morning because I text Ed like, the yes. "Fuck, man, what am I what am I doing here?" <laughs> um, and then then he's brought back to life, and I gotta call bullshit on that because no one else has been brought. Why are, haven't we just been bringing people back to life thus far? Like, that's fair. That's fair. You know, a, apparently, in the book. There's more because a friend of mine at work has read the book. There's more like it there's more important. There are storylines with other people coming back. I think like Lady Stark comes back.
0: I heard that too. So, yeah, and in you the, book. Read the book.
1: Um, but it just didn't make sense to me in the in the show. You know what I always say? Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking do homework coming into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but anyway, but so then I went. You know what? Fuck it. Everyone wears Westeros is evil. I hate them all. Everyone needs to die. And then Daenerys did the thing that got me right back on her side, right back on Team Daenerys, and that is she, um, she's with the the Colette, the Kali. What are they? Um, the, Col- the 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 Kali's. She's the Khaleesi. but she's Khaleesi, yeah, for, for them. yeah. But she, you know, she gets taken by their people, and she gets all of their leaders together, and she de- ma- starts making demands, and they laugh at her and she fucking burns them all because she's fireproof and then she walks out and she's like yeah I'm your leader now and they're all like uh, the Dithraki and they're like yeah yeah you're my leader now I watched that and I went you know what yeah she's evil fucking Westeros deserves her I want her to take the throne and I want her to reinstate all of the old Mad King's rules
0: look at me look at me (laughs) I'm the captain now
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I have gotten so that was my journey, man. That was a roller coaster ride for me.
0: So you're are you active <clears> the <throat> last season yet?
1: No, I'm still in sixth. Uh, I think I'm like a couple episodes. I haven't gotten to the the Battle of the Bastards yet. I think that I think that might Ooh. be my next episode because, okay. um, uh, Arya Stark, actually, great stuff with her and her and uh, Jon Snow mm-hmm. having their moment where they kind of make up for the. Being shitty to each other as kids and then he like finds out what roose balton did to her and he's like I, well you know what i was just looking for an excuse to kill that motherfucker and so i and he's going off to war so i think the next episode is that one and i'm really excited because i'm pretty sure that's where balton dies and i cannot wait to see like, i hate that guy more than i hate joffrey yes
0: you did it you've done it yes i was right i was right
1: i knew i was right i
0: that was really hated one. him more than joffrey too i've been waiting yes. for this i've been fucking waiting for this Yes. You
1: had you, you did tell me, and I was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But no, yeah, this guy is fucking terrible. Like he, yeah. There are scenes with him in it that have made me so uncomfortable that I can't get the image out of my head.
0: Yeah, and a lot of it like, is he's he, really bragging about, like, castrating this dude, like, all the time, like, constantly.
1: All the time. Yeah. All, and I didn't even like that guy. No. The- Theon. But now I'm like, no, you poor boy, you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now, and he just, it's, but, it's fucked up. And then he fucking he kills his father, mm-hmm. and then he gets his stepmother and his his newborn brother, and six the dogs on them. Yep.
0: Oh, I can't wait for next week now because I'm dying to know your reactions. <laughs> battle is the battle of the bastards is one of the best episodes of the entire run.
1: That's that's what I've heard. I mean, look, yes. even I know. Yeah. And even I, I know two, I knew two things about this. Well, I don't know what they were, but Battle of the Bastards and Red, The Red, Red, Red Wedding. Wedding.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. That's, you're in for a treat, man. Get hyped up for that. Cause that one's, that was really fucking good.
1: I am like, I'm not going to watch that one tonight. Cause I'm, you know, I'm going to save it. Yeah. I'm going to be able to fully watch it, you know?
0: Okay. All right. Um, all right. So before we jump into our usual, just a quick note. During the broadcast, make sure you can you can support the page. So send us some stars. It's a digital gift that helps us earn money. Pop culture pros, so come hang out, especially for for this week because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We, we got a full plate today, and we will be getting to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, our full spoiler review discussion. But first things first, we got to get to is we got some shows to get to because we have, I'm sure we have a lot of thoughts on a lot of things that are coming up. First up, CW. Gotham Knights, episode
1: seven. <clears throat> Jason. Ed, Ed do, I, do I have to talk about this? Can I talk about the Gotham Knights video game I've been playing for the PlayStation 5? Because the opening of that game is kind of awesome. It starts with this fucking badass throwdown battle to the death between Ra's al Ghul and Batman in the Batcave, where Ra- Ra's stabs him in the stomach and he, he does one of those things where he comes closer and headbutts him. Yeah. Um, and it ends like, and they're fighting and they're fighting and like race sees that he's at, he's calling for the, the Gotham Knights, you know, the bat family And race goes, I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill them. And then I'm going to burn your city to the ground. And fucking Bruce goes, it's their city now. And he destroys the bat cave, killing both him and Ray cool.
0: I mean, God, wow. that is so much better than what we got here. <laughs> Can I just talk about that? Jesus, man, I'm actually even more upset at this show now because we could have gotten some shit like that. Right? Exactly.
1: Like that's a thing. I I I shouldn't have started playing this until we were done with this 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 season. But all right. So what actually goes on here? There's two storylines. The first revolves around Carrie Kelly and Duella, who's the Joker's daughter. Don't forget that. Just
0: in case you forgot,
1: the writers won't let you forget it. Um. Trying to find out who the talent is, if he is actually this hundred and thirty-year-old hitman. Which, again, what's the mystery? Yes, of course he is. This is—I don't. This is a bigger mystery than who killed Bruce Wayne. It's like one we already know the fucking answer to.
0: So, Jason, do you think? And I was thinking this through the
1: episode, and whatever we, we
0: can discuss it. Did you think that they were going to go Lazarus Pit with this?
1: I still think they might go Lazarus. Lazarus okay, yeah, so am so my. Because they, they were talking about like, you know, what, what was in it? What was the material that he was injected with? And huh. and it's something like they're the Court of Owls is actively looking for. But they just had that sample, which I mean, that doesn't really make sense. Where would they just get that sample if not from the fucking pit itself? But
0: yeah.
1: um, But yeah, no, I, I 100% think that that's where this is going. I, I don't think we're getting Ray Shagul.
0: No, no, not at all. No chance.
1: I think but I think we're getting something called the Lazarus pit.
0: Okay, that's fine. So we're on we're on the same page because when they kept on hinting about it, I'm like, all right, so that's obviously where this is going. Um I have some serious issues with with Harvey Dent in this episode, by the way.
1: Oh, lay it on me, because I that that milk toast didn't even register in my radar when I watched this. Dude, <clears throat> I mean there's
0: one thing to be doing like so he supposedly used to mess around with this woman at one point, right? Like and then he mm-hmm. did it unknowingly because of his whole 2 face right. thing recently. Right. But before to my understanding, this is a lot of their activity, or you know, some might say they've they've got gotten yeah. it on. <laughs> they've gotten it on before. So um <laughs> I feel like that was pre-her getting married. But now he knows what happened and he's showing up to the hospital with this when his dude is laying there in his like deathbed essentially, and like he sleeps yeah. with her knowingly in this episode. Harvey, yeah, kind of true. kind of a dick. I dick. Yeah. He's kind of a dick in this episode.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is I, I can't argue that.
0: I'm just um, saying, like
1: not even a dick, like, oh, it's oh it's too face taking over. Like
0: Nah, you kind of knew you what you were doing.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. He, he he wanted to get it on.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't care for that, to be completely honest. I was like, man, that, you're, you're a dick now. We're supposed to like you all. Yeah. At least at this point. Uh,
1: well, I mean, but to be honest, I didn't care for any of this.
0: Oh, no, I don't care for anything that was going on. But at least I, like, I, I do tune in and I sit down every week. I take a deep breath before I hit play on my DVR. And I'm like, just give me something... <clears throat> That I can find somewhat entertaining with this show, and yeah, it's few, very, very few and far in between. I'm like, I don't want to show here yeah. and us talk shit for 15 minutes every no, day. No,
1: look, I, I, as I said on Batwoman, I, I want to watch, I want to like this. I just don't. It's, um, it's lazy. I don't like the characters very much, um, with the exception of Carrie Kelly. She, that's probably the only character I'm like, okay, I, there's something there. Um, but like I like this whole so the whole storyline about like pretty much kidnapping an old woman who's supposed to be the talent's daughter, and then she tries to turn on them, and it's like who didn't see that coming. it's another mystery within a mystery um and then and then the, the and that's that that's it, like, you know, Carrie Kelly learns to be more ruthless. That's a great fucking lesson um and then the other the other plot is. A mysterious shadow organization so the Court of Owls, I've solved that mystery but uh, we'll, we'll drag that out this is this is like the, the, the Who Killed Bruce Wayne um, is having paintings stolen that all belong to, I don't know, some fucking Wayne in the past, They're, they talk about this legacy so much uh, I mean, you'd think they'd give me at least Bruce Wayne but no, I just get to hear about all the cool Waynes while I look at this fucking this. I don't know what the fuck this kid is, man, uh, Taylor Hayes, but Anyway, um, and then so there's this whole art thing where they're stealing these paintings and they're forcing the captain of the uh, the police to do it. And then, like, they wound her and then help her. And they, they actually are fucking actively referring to themselves as the Gotham Knights. Yep. That's happening.
0: That's oh, openly happening now.
1: And then the whole scene with the thief, the sister who goes back to her boyfriend, you know, the boyfriend that she stole millions of dollars from and embarrassed and beat the shit out of, and he's just forgiven her? It's all cool, no worries, you're right. She, he was like, you stole money from me. Now you stole that money from Gotham. Oh yeah, fair point, fair point, you're right, you're right. Like, what the fuck was that? It's horseshit. shit. That's
0: what it is. It's absolutely
1: horse shit it's 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 terrible but then uh after the batman blows up the bat cave you actually get a shot of the gotham knights you know batgirl red hood Ro- tim drake robin and nightwing come and actually pull the girder off batman's dead body and recover the the recording he left for them which is what started everything off and it says if you're seeing this it means i'm dead so how awesome does that sound
0: I don't want to hear anything about your video game anymore cuz it's upsetting me now that I have to fucking watch this show instead of like getting that story. That's that's where I'm at with this. I'm fucking jealous of your damn video game story.
1: Oh man. Oh, that's funny. But, but yeah, so that that's Gotham Knights. I mean, I don't know. Did I miss anything important?
0: Um there was an interesting quick name drop, blink if you and you'll miss it,
1: uh, which I did.
0: There was a Harvey Dent When he's talking to when he's laying in bed speaking to the uh uh, the woman who the married woman he's sleeping with, whose husband is in a hospital, who is a political rival of his, he happens to mention that this city, this is the city that elected cobblepot in the past. Oh
1: yeah, fuck I did catch that. I just didn't remember that. You're right.
0: (laughs) That's all I got. That was the most interesting thing in this episode.
1: You're right, you're right. You know it because because it It lets us imagine a world where Michael Keaton's Batman was the Batman in this. And the reason that we don't get a proper Robin and we get this Taylor Hayes doofus is because Tim Burton was adamant against ever having a Batman in his film. (laughs)
0: Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, that's... I don't know. It's a rough show. That's As Gotham
1: Knights I, again, I don't understand who this is for, but whatever, man. I'm I'm, I'm watching it. I'm here,
0: Regressionally, but we're here.
1: <laughs> but again, like you said, like you we were half kidding, but in all seriousness, when I was playing the video game, I got fucking angry. I really did because I'm like, this is, this could have been something, and this is what, like, this is what I'm being forced to watch. That's why when they first announced the show.
0: I heard about the story of the video game, and I was like, oh, okay, that could be interesting. And then the trailer dropped, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, whatever. We move on. (laughs) All right. That's it. In a flash. Be gone. Well, we'll jump to Superman and Lois first, though. Oh, okay.
1: Damn it. I I rolled the dice on that joke. Uh,
0: it's, It's... what do, do you want to just go with Flash? You want to
1: no, no. Okay. We, let's we don't have to justify my poorly typed jokes. I just have to be better.
0: <laughs> All right. So Superman and Lois, season three, episode seven, um, really impactful episode. Um, Seriously, a mystery that I personally, I, I like. I don't know if you figured out it was revolving around the son Mateo.
1: Mm. I
0: knew, I knew that was their son.
1: Okay. Okay. I kind of yeah, figured that
0: one out pretty early, and it was only this episode it hit me. Something early on, I was like, "I he's got to be connected to something in some way." And yeah. I
1: it. I I wasn't. I didn't actively call it, but when it happened, I was like, "That makes sense."
0: Yeah. So, well, well, well I guess let's talk about that sort of. So we get confirmation here that Bruno Mannheim's wife is in fact the woman who has has been with Lois and getting cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. We get and a lot of their. Okay,
1: she's also that screech thing.
0: Yeah, who has no name? Like she yeah. has that ability. Seems very much like Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like the ability that she has. So she's some sort of a metahuman, and we get a lot of their backstory of how they met and things like that, and you know how they, you know, you know pursued each other. They were kind of in a mob type like together, like a mobster family thing. And they met like that where Bruno ends up kind of taking over that thing and ha- having her turn and kill this guy with her screaming ability and, c- and kill everyone else in the room. So that's kind of how he came to be. That's the short version of it. Um, and also though, she has cancer now and Bruno has, which we knew already that he mm-hmm. has been, he opened up this hospital and put in all this research. It's all about trying to cure cancer, but that's a lot of his storyline. And then we get confirmation that Matteo the dude that um, John Henry Iron's daughter met in Gotham, I mean Gotham, in Metropolis, weeks ago at a house party, and that she's wanted to date, is in fact their son. That was the big reveal at the end, yeah. which was revealed well, but I just was like waiting for it the whole episode for it to happen. I'm like, this is going to be the bombshell they drop at the end. No, yeah, and hey, bang, sometimes it you
1: call them. Sometimes you call them, and that, that was a good call, because I, I missed that.
0: Yeah, I I, there was just some weird gut feeling that was going on, but that's that's pretty cool. So that's obviously gonna add in a bunch of drama going forward. Um, So we get that, but there's also a lot of really cool scenes in this between Bruno Mannheim and Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. They have a really heavy conversation because with Lois is on the you know she is getting her cancer treatment. She's puking a lot. She's going through it, uh, you know. And so Clark offers to say, "Hey, I can give you a hand. I'm a reporter too." He goes out and goes to interview Bruno Mannheim as Clark Kent and interviews him and they get down to it. He's like, listen, my wife's getting treated here. What's your whole deal? I know you're experimenting on people. You know, he's fighting back with like more accusations. And then Bruno acts him straight out. Like you're, you're in the same boat I'm in right now, man. So straight out, would you do anything to save her? Would you do anything possible to cure cancer even if some of it's in a gray area and stuff like that, But well, would you stop at nothing to save your wife's wife, your your wife's life? And it is a heavy thing. And I think Clark comes out of that, like, kind of seeing his side of it, like yeah. a bit because he knows what he went through in the past episode when he was in denial of the thought of this, of Lois succumbing to this cancer. So I thought those were, that, that was pretty heavy, man.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. And I, it really humanizes Bruno Mannheim. And it really reinforces something we've been saying is like, you know, we genuinely at this point don't know if he's got a supervillain plan or if curing cancer in a way that hurts people is the supervillain plan.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> you know, because those are two very different things. And that's that's a great point. Like his wife has cancer. Of course he's going to bend the rules and do anything to save her. I mean, who wouldn't do that for someone that, you know, they were that attached to, they love that much. And it, it, it kind of does say like, well, uh, is he a villain? Like, I don't know, but it, but, and we, I don't know how it's going to play out, but like, there's some really rich character stuff here that I, I don't think they're going to drop the ball on. This show has been way too consistently good.
0: No, no, no. I I have no worries, worries about that. Um. So that's a lot of that. Also in connection with that, Mateo, is taking, he goes to John Henry Irons' house for lunch and John Henry Irons is going through it of the, you know, girl dad thing where the is yeah. starting to date and he's feeling a certain way about it and he's intimidating the dude and stuff like that. And that's what he's dealing with in this episode. Also, we find out that in Smallville's movie theater, there is one movie theater in Smallville and every, almost everyone in this episode goes there. <laughs> okay, so John Henry Irons walks by He goes there. He goes there with Lana. They're having a conversation. They walk by. They see Mateo and and John Henry's daughter at that theater. Sarah goes there with Chrissy because they're supposed to go with their dad. And their dad gets caught up at work. And then Chrissy is supposed to go. And it's the whole conversation of like the kids with the father meeting the person he's dating now and his little resentment at first. And then, Sarah kind of catches herself because Chrissy explains herself. Like, listen, it sucks. I get it. I've been in your shoes, but you know, essentially, I got—I had nothing to do with that, that whole thing, man. Right. And they end and- up going to the theater and they have a nice time. And they find out that Chrissy uh, also has uh, some edibles in her, um, and it mixed in with her candy that she was sneaking into the movie theater.
1: Yeah, she does, which I fucking thought was awesome. That was
0: hilarious. So we, we get some of that yeah. too. Everyone goes to that movie theater.
1: I'm um, digging that relationship and I'm digging like I, I didn't like um I forget I always forget the guy's name, but her father, the, the guy dating Bebo, um Kyle. Yeah. Uh I I didn't like Kyle the first season, but he's really grown on me, and part of it is this whole journey of him like finding himself after the divorce. Like like that and again, that's that's what I love about this show. I'm I'm super interested in the drama aspects of like the family situation and these people finding themselves. Cause Kyle has nothing to do with anything superhero related.
0: No, not at all. But when it's well-written versus Gotham Knights, we're here for it. Gotham Knights. <sighs> right, exactly. The whole Harvey Dent and mi- mistress wife he's going with and all of that kind of stuff. That's like days of our lives or some shit like that. And it's written terribly, yeah. but yet we get this and it's night and day. Um, Another big thing we find out in this episode that Clark confirms that he doesn't get drunk. Oh, yeah,
2: that's right. At all.
0: He's like, dude, I don't... Because uh, Jonathan is asking him briefly about drinking wine, and he's like, listen, I know your mom likes it. I don't feel it one bit. Pretty big <laughs> knock on Superman 3. That whole yeah, oh, Superman thing.
1: That's Boom! Right, Nutshot right.
0: to Superman 3. That's right. This kind Fuck of you, shoots, smacks 3. that down. Um,
1: Starring Richard Pryor featuring Superman. <laughs>
0: And by the way, no Superman in this episode whatsoever. There's actually zero, and nope. we're fine with it. Supermanless, yeah, no episode.
1: I'll tell you some. I didn't even clock it because I wasn't even. I didn't care. It was like I, I'm invested in this story, in this, this the drama and the writing and and the family dynamic and how Clark is handling the one thing Superman can't do shit about with all of his power. You know, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to see him in the suit, obviously, because I didn't even clock he wasn't in it.
0: Yeah. Um, and the other thing, too, that's interesting is so uh, Jordan and Jonathan go on a, an interesting journey because Jonathan is just wondering, uh, like, can Kryptonian technology do anything to, to help my mother, to save her? Mm. So they go to the Fortress of Solitude and they're talking to uh, Kal-El's mom, basically the hologram version. She's saying, listen, we can't risk it. We cannot risk you know, like she might not survive it. And it turns into a whole thing that goes on throughout the episode. And the boys find the will that they were making previously. So to them, they think that, that uh Superman and Lois are hiding something from them that she's gonna die. But meanwhile, they're kind of somewhat going through Clark's journey now to realize that yes, it's a possibility that this might not work out. This might not be all happy in the end, but they're preparing for a potential inevitable, and now that they see a will, it's almost like oh well, you know this this is this is like real now. Um, but Clark has a great line in this when he explains why uh, the Kryptonian technology can't be used, because he says straight out, and what if it does work? Then we have to go ahead. We can't keep it for ourselves. We have to go ahead and save everyone yeah. with cancer. Yeah. Therefore, Kryptonian technology <clears throat> is out in the world. And that could fall into the wrong hands and be potentially extremely dangerous.
1: Which actually then, I didn't even clock this until you just said it, but that kind of disproves Mannheim's assertion that you would do anything to save them, right? Because Clark is kind of establishing he does have boundaries he won't cross. So I think that's interesting because that's setting up the dynamic, right? Mannheim will fucking scorch the earth to save his wife, And Clark is not willing to go that far.
0: Yeah, at least at this point, you know, maybe that's setting something up for down the line. I have no idea, but it's an interesting dynamic, nonetheless. Though,
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: So, uh, yeah, they—I mean, they—they had another really, really interesting episode, man. So again, if you're not checking out Superman and Lois, really highly advise you to do so because it's pretty awesome, man.
1: Again, as I say every week, this is my Superman. This is the best Superman I've ever gotten live action. I'm sorry. I know, you know, we we covered those original Christopher Reeve movies and I said what I said and I believe what I believe, but I think I think this is a much better Superman than than that one was.
0: Great. Absolutely great. Um all right, so that takes us to our last CW show, which is The Flash season 9 episode 10. Um so I watched this earlier today. Jason, I was going to text you. This is the best episode of the season. In my opinion.
1: Yep. I, I absolutely think so. I, because I because this episode was actually good.
0: Yes, this is actually a well-written episode that reminded <clears throat> me of early season Flash. I'm going to be yep. honest, besides the subject matter maybe or maybe that's why it took me back there, but I thought this was a dynamite episode. I, I really did. I was literally mm-hmm. locked in and it wasn't just because it was reverse flash. You know, it was it was the whole thing was good, man. I just I genuinely enjoyed it.
1: No, I did too. And and actually the only the only ding I'm gonna give it, and it's it's actually more of a ding for the rest of the season, not this episode, mm-hmm. is why is this the first time I'm seeing that blue crystal that that Joe picks up that's trying to kill the flash? It's like I don't know, maybe if you're going to give me disparate villains throughout so we can go the greatest hits, maybe you should have introduced that blue thing in the beginning and made it clear that it was the that whatever that speed force thing is manipulating these villains back into the flash's life to give a unity to the season. Mm -hmm. But, but that's really not a ding on this episode. It's a ding on actually every other episode before it, because that this could have actually been something that brought the season together. And now it's just been introduced here. And I'm like, this is a, cool. What, why am I just seeing this now?
0: So I think the the aspect, it's interesting because they titled this A New World Part 1. Mm. So I'm guessing we're going to get four part thing. And it seems like The Flash does this at times where they have like sort of like a mini series, mini season within a season. I, I don't know, again, why the hell they, they do that or whatever, but this is called well, A New World Part 1.
1: It started. It, it, I can tell you when because I did that that deep dive like a year ago when we started the show. Mm-hmm. It started when they started doing the uh, the like Infinite Crisis and stuff, the the crossovers, and then after after the a bunch of them fell off, the Flash just kept doing the you know running that same format of okay now we have to have the big story in the middle that are bookended by these weird sort of disparate one offs. Yeah.
0: So it is so basically this episode sees Barry Allen uh by some blue like light force, which they do I'm pretty sure they said it was the uh the, the negative speed force that's what this thing is.
1: Oh, okay. The All blue right.
0: crystal and things like that. So he's essentially taking on the negative speed force is coming for Barry, and the only time we see the current characters is the beginning, which we see we do see our best friend Allegra and Chester. And Chester's making her a disguise that looks like the dream right. Dreamcoat.
1: Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that boy thinking, man? I mean, it, it it is the most garish thing I've ever seen. And he's like, "Oh, oh, yeah, hate it? Yeah, I hate it. Oh, it's like, Chester, that's fucking ugly. Yeah, it looks like the Dream Dreamcoat. It looks like a, a pimp jacket that Kramer would be walking around with. Yes. Jason, I love you. That's exactly where my mind went immediately. I was I, picturing him like I knew where you were going,
0: and everything like that, and flipping the whole thing. And I <laughs> saw the whole thing go into like Jiffy Park and everything. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing! I was dying laughing when I saw that because that's all I was thinking about.
1: Yeah, that was so stupid. Like uh, that's that's the thing. It's like I think the reason this episode is so good it's because it's because mostly it's Barry, mm-hmm. Joe. We get Joe back. Uh-huh. And the guy who plays Thawne. That's
0: it. That's all we needed, man. It took us almost, it pretty much took us back to early <laughs> season one, season two yeah. Flash.
1: Like, I, I was only a little pissed off at seeing this whole, like, relationship between um, Chester and Allegra. Because that always pisses me off. And now they're banging. Now they're now she's just like, you want to come and take this off of me? It's like, well, you're
0: yeah. just acting like you were
1: in high school. Where
0: did the jump go? Where? How did this go from zero to, like, a thousand?
1: I don't know, I don't know, but now they're like raw dogging in the fucking, the bathroom but, uh, exactly. anyway <laughs> you know, Dream but Code. and it's in the, the Technicolor Um uh, and then we only get a little bit of the worst character of all time, Keon because I I've just realized I hate that character she's, oh, right. like, terrible and, and she's like, she's writing a letter to Caitlyn and Frost to her sisters who, you know she killed and took the body yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not with that. And then, like, she's writing this whole thing, and she's like, I've had so many adventures. I froze a pool. I did this. I did that. I really wish that the one person I want to tell would be here, Mark. She looks in the camera, and it was so stupid. But the reason this episode is good, because there's that. And then Barry's shot back to the day his mother was was killed, <laughs> and they well, were just there.
0: Which is which is the great thing. So these negative speed force shoots him back there, and he, at the moment inexplicably, and he goes back to um, March 18th, 2000, which is the day that Thawne killed his mother, and he's basically reliving that day, and he sees Joe West and he sees uh, Captain Singh, who's there, who's like detective or something like that
1: at that time it was was fun seeing him like that yeah
0: that was that was pretty cool to see and then he meets up with his parents and he's taken back by that he we go it's very back to the future he has to change his name and he also gets pushed Mm -hmm. over by eboy and his parents pick him up off the floor and it looks like a car hits him it made me think of of marty mcfly
1: immediately yep i thought the same thing which knowing this show was on purpose a yeah. hundred percent, hundred. Because then they bring him home and feed him.
0: Yeah. So they, I, the writer, the, when the and writers were talking do this,
1: she even had the the line that looks exactly like my father. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> has to change. His, he introduces himself as Bart.
0: Bart, <laughs> which which is cool, and basically he runs into Thawne at some point, and they sit down and have a beer together and stuff, and Thawne is putting him through and saying, "Dude, you, you don't really." Have, you can you have a choices here. You got two choices: either one, you can take me to Iron Heights right now, right, or you're gonna have to kill me. And either way, you're gonna destroy the timeline.
2: Yeah. Are you willing yep. to
0: do this? It basically said, "Are you gonna do Flashpoint? You're gonna create Flashpoint again? Are you yep. willing to do that shit?" And he basically tells him, "He's like, I want to hear it. Say it." It's like that. He wins. He can't like Barry says, "You win. I can't. I can't stop you." And he's like all giddy about it and enjoying his beer and taking his victory lap and things like that. And it's the original Thawne, not yeah, you know who we got playing Thawne eventually.
1: No, yeah, no, it, it this is like Thawne pre episode one of the Flash. This is, like, this yeah, is, this is OG. This Thawne. is how he gets stuck. Set. This is how he gets stuck there. Exactly.
0: So that whole day goes out, and then you know he spends a lot of time with his parents. And I do love the fact that when the time comes and he's suited up, and they go into the room in the moment when he, he, his mother gets killed, that they show him seeing previous Barry Allen also, yes. besides fighting Thawne, earlier season Flash when he created Flashpoint, yep. and he tells him, no, don't do it, and he, you know, other Flash walks away. So I love the fact that they're accounting how many Flashes are supposed to be there at this point.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that they actually had someone write this who remembers the lore and did their homework and incorporate it because it's, again, why we haven't seen, we haven't seen continuity or thoughtfulness like on this wow. level from this show for a couple of seasons.
0: Yeah. So I thought that was, that was absolutely really cool. And the interesting thing is that it's bookended by Eddie Thawne from yes. season one, who is back and we see him earlier in the, in the beginning of the episode, and we see him at the end. He gets struck by lightning. And it looks like the day of the particle accelerator explosion. So I'm really fascinated by to see where the hell that's going now.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is he going to be a speedster? And and he doesn't know who Eddie Thawne is. So no. this is this like a multiverse version? Like, what? what's the deal?
0: I don't know, but I will say for the first time in a very long time, I am like wondering and on kind of eager for this week to get here to see what the hell's gonna happen on the flash.
1: Yeah, no, same here. I'm I'm really curious where they're going with this. And I, I hope hey, what, how many episodes do we have left for this? Right. The, the so three three episodes left. I, I like I've been shitting on this show all season and last season. No one wants this show to stick the landing and end on a high note more than me. I really cause I, this show was once great. And watching it limp along has been kind of sad for me. And this this episode gives me hope because it looks like they've put they've got some you know they've got some of the old gang writers back together. I don't know they've got some good writers there. I'm, I'm, a, I'm ex- we we got to see the thaw and that and Joe. Hopefully, we'll get to see Wells at some point. And I don't know. I'm just I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I want this to end well.
0: Yeah. It, listen, this little four part thing. If it actually goes down like that, and this is how it ends. Then I, I I will be happy then. I will still say it's better than some of the last the, the other the last seasons of other shows that we've gotten. So in the CW. Yes. Yes. So I, I will I will definitely say that. So fingers crossed, it it's it sticks to 11 because it, it's it has potential now.
1: Yeah, so let's hope. Let's hope. Fingers crossed and we'll be here next week and hopefully we'll be saying, Wow, they really are consistent.
0: Hopefully. Um, speaking of another show that is that is wrapping up and is getting very close to it, uh, is Titan season four episode eleven. Um, This um, this is a bit of a bonkers episode, mostly revolving around everyone's manipulating Sebastian, and he's kind of yeah. had enough of his shit by the end of the episode.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so it starts off with uh, Mother Mayhem going all Kano on. This one woman that's in the Brotherhood of uh, the uh, Church of Blood. Literally, and it makes it sound like she's suggesting that this woman should give herself to Sebastian sexually. Right. And right. she just goes in and is like, oh yes, your body, right? And goes and rips her fucking still beating heart out of her chest.
1: Yeah, that was fucking disturbing.
0: I was not expecting that at all.
1: I I was not like I knew she was gonna kill her, yeah. Like, I I didn't think she meant sexually, I knew it was a sacrifice thing. I didn't expect for her to rip her still beating heart out, like you said. Like, that I was like, (laughs) whoa,
0: but the wording definitely sounded like she was alluding. Oh, that's
1: what that's that's what she was trying to make this woman think for sure.
0: She's even like, ooh, I've never been with anyone else before,
1: yeah. uh, I'll fuck Sebastian. (laughs) All right.
0: Yeah, so when that happens, then after that, though, Dick has a plan, or, you know, he sends Tim Drake on a mission to Gotham, gives him his Robin suit, and tells him he's got to go ahead and do something. Meanwhile, it's really a training exercise to go work with Jason Todd, Red Hood. Works out pretty well.
1: You know that this is my favorite part of the episode. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Wait, Gotham is back involved in Titans? (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Tim Drake's in the Robin suit. I get Red Hood, which I actually really like that Jason Todd they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get to see them fighting together. And we name drop uh, the Riddler because that's what Jason Todd's working on, like solving Mm -hmm. the Enigma's code or whatever. Oh, man, I was all about that part of the episode.
0: (laughs) And Jason Todd is working with Babs.
1: That's right. Yes, that's right. Jason Todd is working with Babs. (laughs) I almost forgot that.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool to hear. Um, So Sebastian, though, is getting manipulated by pretty much Mother Mayhem and by Connor at, at, at another point in this episode where she's still trying to get him to go ahead and toot the horn and bring back Trigon and stuff. And Connor's like, dude, you have no powers, man. Your mother took him. And she's like, no, he's full of shit. And it's good. They're going back and forth and back and forth. And to the point where Connor goes ahead and gets one of the members of the Church of Blood, and who basically has a power in him, and gets him someone to drink their blood out of his fucking arm so he can get his power back. And that's what kind of, to me, it shocked Connor back into, okay, maybe I've gone too far now with this shit.
1: Yeah, 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 that that was his come-to-Jesus moment, so to speak.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so he ends up going back and contacting the Titans, saying, listen, man, I've done some bad shit. I've been trying to take this dude down but I've gone too far. I've had some moments, and Dick, of course, you know, isn't the old you know, listen, we've all done some bad shit. He's family. Yeah, exactly. He welcomes them back to open arms. They start working together. The rest of the team seems like they're a little suspicious of Connor. Um, but then through Mercy, who was also found in this episode, and Starfire tracks her down and finds out, is interrogating her and gets some shit out of her. Pretty much, Lex was building something called Project Starfire which was essentially to absorb Starfire's powers into kind of like a grenade as they describe it in the episode to kill Brother Blood. Like, that was his endgame here. And she has to charge it up. So there's a scene where she's charging it up. They don't fully get there because it looks like some shit's gonna happen. And Dick shuts it down what did they say? It's like 98.6 or 0.7%. Yeah. And Connor takes that shit and goes and brings um Sebastian to Mother Mayhem they're about to go you know he's trying to go ahead and, and manipulate him further and she he goes ahead and kills Mother Mayhem for real stabs her with the fucking horn black blood yeah, coming out of her mouth she's dead this time now she's dead
1: yeah she ain't coming back
0: okay so you're on the same team with me like
1: yeah, I, I am. Like, because you know, he lit her on fire and it's like, okay, fine. But like, I don't know, there's something symbolic about running her through with the horn, right? Because that's yeah. a mystical Trigon thing. Like, we mm-hmm. saw in the past only this guy could lift it. Uh, Brother Blood. So, you know, yeah. I, I definitely think that's them telling us she's gone. He's, he's off yeah, the I leash. I think
0: she's... <clears throat> yep. so But then Connor tries to get cute, essentially, and throws the fucking Project Starfire <clears throat> thing at him and... That doesn't work. He ends up going all brother blood with his full costume and fucking hits Connor back. Connor, I don't think he's dead, but he's really fucked up, man, because he is susceptible yeah, to that. He's magic.
1: hurt. He's hurt. He's serious. Yep. And hurt. that is something they have they have reminded us, not not crazily, but they have thrown that in there throughout the, the season. And so yeah, so he looks real hurt. Like yeah, not dead, but real hurt.
0: Yeah, severely injured. Uh, But the episode ends with him him tooting a fucking horn and bringing Trigon back. So that's where we're left off. And I do think there's only one episode left.
1: That's a shame. All right, I'm going to say this. If we get Constantine or any form of a Constantine next episode, we do a very special Troll 2 episode in the future.
0: Wait. What? Well, hold on. What? Where? Where's where this coming
1: from right now? This is. I, I, I'm. I'm throw This is. I'm, I'm gambling. I'm gambling. Okay, I'm making okay. a bet here. Um, if we don't get Constantine, well, I don't know. That's not fair because you. I never get to veto these movies. You always make people. You're making me watch the Transformers. All
0: right. So we, we will get. We will. I will watch Troll Two. Then. We're, fine. We're 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 on board. Then.
1: We'll we'll do this. It's fine. <laughs>
0: I'm. I'm. I will definitely be fair game about this. Why not?
1: <laughs> just. Just look. Look. If we get him. If we don't get him, then it's a moot point. We don't. Dude, have I
0: want be... Constantine so bad to show up in this.
1: I do too. I don't. It doesn't even have to be Matt Ryan. I just want to see a Constantine at this point because they kind of have teased it. I'd it like it to be won. Matt Ryan. Agreed. But... Agreed.
0: All right. Uh. But yeah, I haven't seen anywhere where they've confirmed, but I do think there's only twelve. There's twelve episodes, so I think this the next week might be the last mm. one. So. I'll look into that a little That's further. That said, this was
1: a really great show. I really like that third season. As I've said, one of the best. It, that third season is my favorite superhero television ever. It's it was
0: it was great. I know some fans have like complained and stuff about it, but like
1: whatever. Just... I could have done more. Look, just give me a Gotham. Give me a Gotham Knights show on uh, <laughs> on HBO Max.
0: Yeah, great. <laughs> Yeah, like a real Gotham Night show.
1: Like a real Gotham Knights with Dick Grayson and and fucking Jason Todd and Barbara Gordon. Give me like you mean the whole and Tim Drake. And get, like have them fight Batman villains, right? Batman's gone. Fight Batman villains. Someone's gotta protect Gotham when it's over. That's the whole point of Gotham Knights. Not this garbage we're watching on the CW.
0: So you're suggesting that they should have Gotham Knights with actual characters that have existed in the DC universe before. Yes.
1: Preferably in the Batman properties.
0: What a dynamite concept.
1: I mean, right? I don't know. Write me a check now.
0: <laughs> All right. So that brings us to our movie of the week, then, uh, which is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So yeah, let's go ahead and drop that spoiler ticker across the bottom because we're going to yeah, go super it. heavy spoilers throughout this discussion. So if you have seen the movie, then let's go to tune in. If you haven't seen the movie yet, uh then come back and check us out another time. So you have been warned. Um, and we will have a special guest with us. Uh, as always, you've seen him on pop culture pros a bunch. We got Jader. jader what's up, man?
3: What up, jader. guys? How are you, man? How's
1: it going? How's it going, man?
3: Uh, been better, man. Been better. I've been feeling like shit for the past week. Oh, um, uh, yeah, dude. Kind of I don't know. I, I got a cold. And I probably hear it in my voice. And then um, I just, I thought I was getting better. And then I decided to, uh, I went to go see the movie. I wasn't feeling too well. Um, and then yesterday I got progressively worse that night. So I went to the urgent care. Turns out that I have flu with a fucking ear infection. So that sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Well, not thanks not for joining good. us. No, but I had to. I had to. I we appreciate to. you pushing yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. through yeah. for tonight. So,
3: I'm um, gonna I'm gonna be muting a lot because you're probably gonna hear me cough. I lot.
0: got you. You got a glass of water, or tea, or something like that, buddy. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I should actually. You know what? Give me a minute. I might to grab a <laughs> bottle. Of water. A yeah, on.
0: go ahead. I'll we'll, we'll intro this thing a little bit while okay. you're while you're getting set up. Um All right, so. Yeah, so if you've seen it, I mean, the box office is looking pretty damn good for this thing. Over $100 million uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So it looks like Marvel is returning back to form for their box office form, at least, as well. Uh, The last I saw, Rotten Tomatoes, the critical was at 81%, which is pretty damn good. Audience score was like 97%. So it sounds like we do got that. Everyone's got that is back to being hooked on a feeling, again, with, with the MCU as well. Um, Jason, go ahead. Start us off with what with, with your overall thoughts, though. The film.
1: I think this is the best Marvel movie since uh, the end of the Infinity Saga. Okay, since since Avengers Endgame. Like, <clears throat> since Avengers Endgame. Yeah, this is. A, it's, I love this movie. Um, I love it more and more that I think about it and talk about it. Walter and I. Uh, than it because I. It's funny. I ra- I actually ran into Walter in the bathroom. Because he was seeing a, a show previous to us, but he was in the stall, so I didn't say anything because I was walking oh, yeah. out. And I
0: go, like, "Yo, bro, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking
1: weird." Um,
0: that's guy code. Like, we know not to how, do that.
1: We know not to do that. But but the next day, it was like you know we we talked about about the movie and, um, yeah, I love this movie. I actually think that I'm going to say that my favorite consistently like good property like like not not the i mean the solo stuff not like the the avengers stuff Mm -hmm. i think like my favorite solo property is this in the mcu like i think i like it better than the iron man stuff as much as i love iron man one if i'm talking about the three movies it's guardians thor no fucking contest because the first two thor movies exist um (laughs) You know, and, and, you know, I could go on, but I don't have to. Like, I just think that I just really love the fucking that the, the MCU in space. Like, I didn't as a kid. I'm really loving it now. And I'm really sad that this is the last time we're going to see this version of the Guardians. Okay.
0: Uh, Jada, what were your overall thoughts on this one?
3: I loved it, man. I loved it. It was such a such an incredible journey. Um very somber film throughout um, had its moments, obviously had its funny moments, um, but very, very somber. I thought about you guys a lot and we'll, we'll discuss it later. Oh yeah. But um, some yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought the use of the word of the, of the um, song creep was so beautifully executed and it mm-hmm. fit that character of Rocket so well. And him just, hanging and just starting the film that way. I was like, I was getting chills. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in, man, I'm all in. I, you, you already got me with the music, which uh, was fantastic throughout as well. Um, uh, I have my notes, which we'll discuss what, what I didn't like about the film, because it wasn't a perfect film for me. Um, mm-hmm. Hell of a lot better than Two, and now I love Two, but I thought like upon first watch, I feel like I've only seen it the one time. Um, I feel this movie is just gonna give me climbing up the MCU rancor. For me, the more I watch it, because there's probably things now that I'm gonna get that I didn't get up uh, just with um, with the first watch. Um, I thought every single one of their guardians had a moment to shine. They had their badass moment, um, and just everything about it, man, it was just the perfect send off film. Um, and one of the things is that, again, with our with our group chat where Bert's like, you're gonna cry. I was expecting it to be a lot more sad than it was, at least for me. And I understand it was sad for certain people. In fact, I had a friend just text me. She saw it, she took, a, she took her family to go watch it. And, um, cause she asked me, she's like, hey, uh, I heard it's a little rougher uh, compared to other MCU films. Um, and then I'm like, well, what do you mean? What's that? She goes, oh, I heard it's a little gorier and you know, it's, it's very, I'm like, it's a somber film. Um, her daughter's eight. So she was kind of worried about her daughter. Cause her daughter has this thing with, uh, with animals and I'm like, it does have animal cruelty in it. Um, so just fair warning. I'm like, but I'm like, I mean, graphic wise, I'm like, it has certain, like one or two scenes. It's not, it's nothing crazy my, in my opinion. But again, this is coming from the guy that lets his kids watch scream and Halloween and all that shit. So, <laughs> like I didn't see anything too bad. Um, but she texts me and she's like, I teared up like 10 fucking times. I don't know what she's talking about. Oh, cause I told her you're cold hearted. You won't, you'll be fine. And then she's like, I teared up like 10 times. What are you talking about? And I'm like, maybe I'm just different. I don't know. Um, there's, I know we're going to discuss probably favorite scenes. I, I don't know if it's going to be unanimous with the scene that I love, but, um, uh, again, we'll get there when we, when we discuss that. But, um, I just, there was just so much, so, so much great and very, very little, to hate on this film which is for me something perfect to uh, with the third film in in a franchise um i don't it's get really it probably gets one. yeah it's usually the toughest one usually that by the third movie is where it just declines because the sequel usually sometimes could get, be a little bit better and then the, the third part is it's tough to still have this magic or make you feel like something's still fresh and i think gun definitely pulled it off um i think he did uh, it was like a perfect send off to gun to the guardians to everything and then um the what the future holds for them you know guess that i said will see <laughs> um but i think that um overall like he knocked it out of the park he definitely did
0: yeah i agree um i'll definitely echo that part of it too this is i think this is the my favorite mcu film since spider-man no way home and yeah
3: we've yeah. all have. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's it, it's not even a contest in my opinion. Yeah,
0: and I'll yeah. even say this because I did get to see it on. I saw it again th- this morning today, right? Yeah, I I yeah, so I've it's seen so it twice right. now. Um, it's very close to Spider-Man: No Way Home for me. It actually the yeah. gap closed a little bit further, so it, it's very close. Yeah. So I,
3: I know that up on rewatch is going to be, I, and that's yeah. why I said what I said because yeah. I know it's going to get better.
0: Yeah, and it it definitely did for me. Uh, I am an animal lover myself, so yeah. I will say. Yeah, there are certain scenes that are a little bit rough for that just because it, it mainly about when the things that happen with Rocket and it's him mm-hmm. and then you see him like crying, curled up. And he's like, you know, when he's telling, uh, you know, it's like hurts, it hurts. And with his head, you can tell he just cut open his head and everything. Yeah, That's the parts that's there. But I think that the James Gunn's yeah. have made some smart choices of what to show and not to show it. A lot of it's alluded to. yeah, Kind of like the shower scene in Psycho where you don't actually yeah. see the knife going in but it is yeah. alluded to, and you feel like you saw it. So that's and what I, I think that was like. Yeah.
1: I also think it, it's made better for me by the fact that this movie is making social commentary about like the evils of animal testing and like yeah. you know corporations, uh, you know, trying to play God. So the fact that it it is making that comment, I kind of am like. Yeah, some of these scenes are uncomfortable, but they're supposed to be because the movie is telling us that this is wrong. Yeah,
0: agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And um I guess also too is yeah, for for children I I think children can see it. I think you just kind of like know your kid and stuff and Yeah. Heads up with what they yeah, can Yeah, it be it. it's
3: it's like around the uh, I, I, in my opinion like yeah. if the movie is PG-13. You're supposed yeah. to go you your 13. But come on, it's an MCU film. It's it it, it you're going to take your young ones to go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. For me it was only actually the ending with the uh with the uh I keep calling him the high priest the high, oh, of, the high, high evolutionary, evolutionary yeah. where you actually see his face i'm so
1: high guys yeah,
3: yeah. i was like shit. i was like holy shit they they did that like you know and it, again yeah.
2: that was brutal that was yeah brutal.
3: that was brutal but at the same time i'm like eh, it kind of looks like red skull if you think about it you know yeah like, kind of, i can see that kind of, kind of been done mm-hmm. um but um, Konyo man, I had something to say. So is movie. this,
1: by the way? I want to ask you: Is is this the first time we've had the f bomb in an MCU movie? Yep, very first, first one. Time. First right? Time. Isn't first that crazy? Yeah. Look, this we've made history, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> this is the very first time. Uh I saw an interview with Frat. I don't know if it was on Kim or Fallon. Um, it was one of the Jimmys, mm-hmm. and he uh, he was saying because oh, I think it was Kimmel. No, no, not Kimmel. Whatever, it's one of them. Um they interviewed him about that because that was word going around town that they're like, I think we, uh, MCU has a very first word, a word of the, uh, of the F-bomb and that, um, apparently Kevin Feige went up cause they, they said, he said, Pratt said he's been trying to do it for so long and they always edit it out. But he, he's like, it's not the first time that I've tried to improvise the F-bomb in there, but they don't, um, they don't let it, uh,
0: They don't want to say. They they don't want to say.
3: So whatever. So apparently, um, everything was going really well on set. This and then he improvised that line, and they laughed so hard that they they're like, "All right, maybe we can keep it." And they showed it to Feige, and Feige went to. I don't know if it was one of them. I don't know if it was Gunn. I know it wasn't to Pratt. I don't know if it was to both of them or just James Gunn. And then James, he's like, "Do you really want to be the guy that does a really first f bomb on an MCU film?" Like. Thing. And he goes, Yeah, <laughs> that, that's
1: exactly what I mean. I want. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 100% with gun wands. Yeah, Absolutely, exactly.
3: <laughs> now, my only, my only, um, semi complaint with that is that I really wanted it to go to Deadpool first. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, mm. oh, yeah. So I, I, I did agree. want it to go, I wanted it to be like in the very beginning, starts off maybe with the word fuck, and he just kind of looks at the camera and he's like, mm. Take that, Feige, or something like that,
2: like
3: <laughs> or something like that or I was even thinking like this was way back um, before I was thinking that maybe Deadpool um, is in a movie with the MCU, but it is a PG 13 movie and you know, they're there, they're fighting. He's like, can I say it now? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no. And then whatever. And then after something goes down, he just goes, fuck like that. Yeah. He goes, I get one. And then like that, like, you know, something like that along along the lines. But you know, this was great. I thought it was really funny the way that they used it, Um, but yeah, it was the first f bomb. Because uh, I didn't he, think
0: he was gonna say it. Honestly, I was. I, just that yeah, scene I it, become, no it becomes it comes in so like yeah. out of nowhere. Because you can tell he's frustrated and everything. He's just like, yeah, open a fucking door. like all right. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, that that my theater exploded with that scene. Yeah. Um, they they yeah. Everybody was cracking up when when uh when that scene came on.
0: Um, so, I guess we can also talk about, like you mentioned, it's a it is a somber, it is a, a more somber film, but it has a lot of times where I think the ultimate thing is when you look back on it, and I felt this more the second time was, you do feel like a somewhat bittersweet thing because I felt happy kind of at the end of it. Just you yeah. got to see like every, like you said, it's because they got the a perfect send off. Everyone leaves, yeah. and we can address the death pool that we had going. So we had a death, about, we we a death pool going. We did
3: That's why. That's why I was thinking about you guys the whole time. Yeah, because right? me and you had the same. Well, well me and you had the same. Yeah. Ones, and then he had somebody uh, uh, specifically that he said. So when they're in that, um, in that scene with uh, Nathan Fillion, and uh, which was fantastic. I love that scene throughout. Well, I love Nathan Fillion. Yeah, and you see Drax get shot. And goes mm. down, and then they pick a mantis is screaming and you know panicking, picks him up and he gets shot in the back at him I'm like I knew it, I knew it. But the next scene, Jack's is fine, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah. okay. And the then obviously,
2: yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you have fast forward your big scene with Rocket, and then that happens, and mm-hmm. then but let me tell you, I started doubting myself like midpoint towards the movie because he's gone from the very beginning of the movie, you know. Yeah. So I was like. Okay, might not be Rocket. Yeah,
0: they're not going to yeah, kill him. Yeah, yeah, him they're not gonna, you're not going to,
3: they're not going to, no. like, yeah, have him in his deathbed throughout the film. But then part of me was like, James is kind of, like, James Gunn is a cynic, so yeah. he'll probably bring him back like he did. And then, boom, they kill him anyway. You're like, well, what the, like, we thought he was going to be okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Ends up everything's fine, right? And then the quill scene. When the quill scene happened, I'm like, Jason got it yeah. right. What the f-
0: that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, exactly. "What
3: the fuck?" my head, and I, big part of me, I bought it. I really because usually, yeah, like, no, they got me. They had fine. me there. They got me. They really yeah. did get I, me. Like,
1: I completely forgot Adam Warlock was around, so I was like, "Yes, what's he going to yes. get out of
3: this?" Yes, exactly. So I'm like, "Who the fuck?" And I'm like, "There's no way." So I forgot about Adam Warlock, which is my one of my complaints of the film was the character of Adam Warlock, which
1: we'll we'll, get we'll to discuss. That. Yeah, yeah, we'll but get, actually. We'll be- get to be- that. Be- before we move on from that scene, right? Yeah. So i i've I've said on the the, the show before that James Gunn has drawn inspiration from a show uh, called Farscape, late nineties, early two thousands. Um, that scene is completely inspired by an episode where the main character finds himself on a ship that's about to explode, with another ship drifting away, and he has to use like some like his momentum and some steam to get himself through the expanse of space into the other their ship, um, and which is why I was surprised because I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool, they're doing that. And then when Quill got stuck I was like, Oh, oh my shit. god, are they are they gonna use my favorite show to kill Quill? No, no,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I fully Quill. admit it. I I thought I thought Quill was biting it, and that yep. was it. I was, I was like, like, That's
3: yeah. it. I'm like, this is the big surprise, they're gonna yeah. kill King Quill. So
0: so jay I think I was the same. I Jason and I talked about it after the movie. I was the same way. The first time I saw it, and you'll see, when you guys see it again, obviously you're not on that thing, but I was thinking about the ongoing death pool throughout the movie, and there was a couple of times, even in the beginning, for a quick second, I was like, wait, is, are they killing Rocket in the first couple minutes of minutes right, of movie? Yeah, right. I was like, wait, then Drax, and then Peter... And yeah. everyone, I was almost like, I was scared for everyone to die throughout the yeah. entire film. And yeah, seriously. you would almost think James Gunn was doing this on purpose to fuck with everyone. And then yeah. we're talking spoilers. At the end of the movie, everyone survives they, they, and they all make a it. lot of happy yes. endings. Everyone yeah, gets which, like a cool, nice thing.
3: They, they all make it, which is fantastic. Which is part of me, like, I, and I'm known for this, I like sad, depressing endings in films. It just upset for me. I don't know why I'm such a you know, I'm cynical that way, but I always like movies with sad endings in them. Well, it's cuz um, you don't get it that
0: often also. Yeah,
3: exactly. So I'm, um, you know, in a non-perfect world, you know. Yeah. Um we live in a non-perfect world and for me, I think it really took me by surprise because we were all expecting a sad ending. All Every single one of us. And yes, the fact yes. that we got the opposite, it was a rough road to get to the ending. But at the end mm-hmm. of everything, we ended up getting a happy ending. I was like, I like this. I, I guess I like the element of surprise.
0: And we were you all know? shocked by the by. And I was that, completely
3: shocked. I was completely shocked because I knew – I. if you were to tell me, safe bet, you know, a $20 bet, does one of the Guardians bite it? At least one? Easily. I was like, Easy. 20 – take my bank yeah. account you yeah know? yeah i'm so glad i, I did, did i did drop 20 <laughs> I, you
0: know he's like i so can pay my it. rent this month it's okay yeah. <laughs> on the damn guardian sign.
3: yeah i'm like one of them is gonna get it one of them and you know the fact that it didn't happen i i was like holy I like it took me by surprise where i'm like i like this ending so much more you know um but but well, it, see, yeah, so did we? It is, I mean, well, it,
0: well, me and me and me and Jader did. Jason, yeah. uh, Tim, you should drop him. Who did you have? We both had Rocket and Drax dying. Jason I had, had Quill. Quill dying. So yeah. I don't know who who. Tim which had. were the three
3: that were the closest to biting it? Which yes. Is crazy yeah. So we,
1: we weren't were that we were far off. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. See the thing, but the fact. ending, I. Oh that's weird. Uh, I, I my thing is I don't mind if it's a happy ending or a sad ending. It has to be an earned ending. and yeah. I, and that's what I like about this. This was an earned ending. like had had they killed half the guardians off i'd I'd have been kind of pissed because I'd have been like, that's not where this was building to. This yeah. was not the message that they were sending. So I'm actually very happy with the. yeah
0: ending.
1: no no, touche. So shame am I. absolutely.
0: So where do you guys think we all got this <clears throat> deathpool idea from? You think it was the trailer or did we just yeah. It was, it was a very, trailer, was, right? Yeah,
3: it was a trailer, and then them saying that this was the, last the music ride. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Not only that, and we know James Gunn's life loves to kill characters. We said this last episode. Yeah. So you know yeah, like, I mean, he he likes to do that. He's what, it's what his MO is. So
1: mm-hmm. let us it's not nice. forget the first 10 minutes of the Suicide Squad, where he kills <laughs> the, every the, single the, one of the suicide <laughs> squad, <laughs> except for Harley Quinn. That's what I mean. <laughs>
0: Um, um, so Tim also mentioned here, no tears for me. So Angie, my wife, Angie, who loves the MCU and everything like that, and specifically the guardians also, she, Jason started with her too. Mm -hmm. She cried throughout the whole first time she saw this movie. She became out like, you can see she's been crying for two and a half hours.
3: So my theater didn't really have that. Again, I I had, they had, It's people are weird here. Um, (laughs) They're not as engaged in theaters and in, in movies. Like, I don't, I mean, when did I move here? February? I forgot the, first, or I think I moved here from Quantum Mania, and we've seen pretty much every, I've seen every, almost every movie that mm-hmm. has come out since, right? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Big films, at least. And I haven't heard a crowd really engage. John Wick, four people were cheering and clapping, and oh shit, like, that's yeah. probably the only one. But other than that, like, very quiet even with scream like quiet you know um and this was one of them as well um my friend saw it and she said that her theater had a lot of um here here in odessa had a lot of people crying because when i walked out that day i didn't see any tears or anything like that but like, oh no that when bird asked me oh what about the theater i was like no they were normal you know yeah. no no my w- yeah,
0: no, my wife was, was born <laughs> the whole time um I, w- I think I didn't because I was more on the shock value of waiting for somebody to die. So I was almost like preoccupied with that. Yeah. Uh, but she also said she cried the second time. Not as much. Wow. But she still got choked up the second time. Wow. So, I don't know. Maybe she's a crier. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, But, no, she 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 also really enjoyed it. Um, But I think other – so other aspects. You yeah. want to go through character arcs and – Hit a lot yeah, of let's let's talk.
1: Care, I yeah. think this is this is the one that we should talk. Care. So
0: let's start with Peter Quill. <clears throat> Let, let's 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 get started with him, who we kind of felt like you know the first couple were his story and stuff like that. And we do pick up where he is drinking like tremendously, and he's heavily, heavily. heavy, heavily. and he's passed yes, he out is. when Adam Warlock shows up to you know basically almost kills Rocket and destroys the fucking team. I mean, yeah. we'll get into Adam Warlock shortly in more detail, but when that whole thing happens, Quill's fucking drunk and passed out and everything <clears throat> blames himself throughout the which, film. It even seems like he has like some survivor's remorse going on,
1: which I like film. that. I like that 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 doesn't get forgotten, you know, because it's part of why he pulls him his shit together by the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he mentions what he did in uh, in Infinity War, mm-hmm. also, you know, somewhat half jokingly there, but. He does mention it. He's oh, going he mentions it. No, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he mentions it. He straight yeah. up says it. Like I almost destroyed the the, the universe. Yeah, you know, and um, the stuff in his main a lot of his journeys. Yeah, his best friend, or according to Drax, his second best friend. I love friend, that second best friend. I fucking love that on his on his deathbed. Most of it, but it's a lot of it is re- revolving around Gamora and him still dealing with the loss of Gamora and mm-hmm. kicks up a notch. When Gamora, new Gamora is around him and it's fucking destroying him when she just keeps on getting his name wrong and just doesn't Mm -hmm. give a fuck and keeps telling him that essentially. Dude, I don't know you, man. I don't give a fuck. This I don't know you
1: barely met him. This is not the Gamora that met him on the planet and and where her and Rocket and them all got sent to prison. Like this is a Gamora before that. Like he she barely knows him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which is I know we're kind of obviously we're talking two characters yeah. now. One of my favorite things was that as well. And that goes with the unhappy me. ending side of me where I'm like, I like that because it was kind of like the uh are they are they not? Mm-hmm. Is it gonna the unspoken we're ex- thing that they talked about yeah. we're, ex- we're expecting it to at the end them, you know, her fall re because the whole thing was him, oh just give me a shot and you're gonna show I'm gonna show you how she fell in love with me, mm-hmm. you know. And essentially, it, it gets
1: close. Well, she then, she she acknowledges that it could happen, which I love. Yeah, like yeah. she doesn't give in to it. They're not back together. That wouldn't have yeah. been earned. But yeah. she's like, it it must have been fun, right? And yeah. and that, like just the acknowledgement that yeah, it existed and it was good. But I'm still not that person. Yeah. I love that. And then when we see her at the end, I think this is a really important Gamora character thing. When she goes back to the Ravagers, she's home. She's home. that game family. Yeah, the is way that the they're ravages. hugging
3: her yeah. and all that shit. And you mm-hmm. just see this smile on her face. Because she's kind of a bitch throughout the whole movie. Like she sucks. Oh, but absolutely. It, but in a great way. You get me? Like yeah. man, she's well, just I mean, that, that hardcore. Yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. Um, so I'm like, it, but it it must be imagine being that person where this it, it's an infatuation at this point, or or you know, just somebody very, very in love where she's like, dude, I'm not that person, man. You need a chill. <laughs> And this and that, but I love that it it you know as the film progresses, she she learns how to speak Groot, like she understands him at the end of the film. That was, and I yeah, thought that, that was, was cool. such, yeah, how she answers her back, and then she kind of like checks herself, like oh shit, yeah, you know, because she's
0: getting um, aggravated with it earlier. She's yeah. like, yes, yeah, we know who yeah. you are, you're speaking, Groot, great, yeah, 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 well, yeah, she, yeah.
1: by the end of the, the movie, she realizes that she does have a place on the ship. It's not her family, and it's not necessarily where she's going to be, but she sees that they're is potential for a place, you know? And she kind of sees that, yeah, I can see how I became that Gamora. I'm not anymore, but you know what? There's still some some roots there. So I, I thought that was super interesting.
3: No, it yeah. was. And the part where where Peter comes back to life and they are all hugging, and even the yeah. awkward, awkward warlock hug, she still doesn't do it. No, she just kind of in the back standing there. And she just kind of walks away. She acknowledges how much they love each other and how much mm-hmm. that team, how they are family, mm-hmm. essentially. But I loved the fact that they didn't do that. You know, it was funny, obviously, when when even Warlock shouldn't have done that shit. You get me? But, you yeah, know, but, it was, but it but was that, a little funny was, moment. Yeah, it was, for, it was fun for comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, I like the fact that they kind of kept it that way throughout. It wasn't a uh, like like uh, Jason was saying earlier. It it was earned. Her character, her her arc was definitely earned.
0: You know. Yeah, and I think it also a thing we talked about the last couple of weeks is that there some fans who have complained that in the first two Guardians and Infinity War that the MCU Gamora was not the Gamora they read in the comics. Kind of seems like this Gamora is a bit more at home yes. with the comics Gamora. I- and I read Guardians of the Galaxy for two years yeah. when the movie was announced, so I just to get a flavor of what these guys are like. And I, yeah. could, I could co-sign on that. This is definitely yeah. more in line with the Gamora that would be from there. So you kind of satisfied that part as well. And yeah. I do I agree with you guys. I'm glad they didn't get together at the end. They were like, hey, we're cool. It's okay. I don't have to be a total dick to you anymore, but I'm still not I'm, that person. I'm not
3: there, yeah. I'm not, not there. Sure.
0: That's it. I'm not yeah. that person. We didn't have that experience. So that's that she, the only person she has the same relationship with is Nebula. They saw their yeah. quick nod thing Because yeah, yeah, that was it. <clears throat> that grunt. Yeah, I but love that.
3: The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, let's just jump on nebula, man. What an yeah. arc. I'm telling you, she just gets better every film, in my opinion. This has been the best nebula for me. Yeah. Um, I loved nebula in this film. I loved uh I the only thing that I, I and I don't want to say it got annoying, but they, they yell a hell of a lot more to each other in this film than they have in any other film. <laughs> it's like it was nonstop yelling at each other. But um, the fact that, you know, Nebula, Nebula uh, being the way that she is, um, well, one of the scenes, they, I don't want to say broke me, but one of the scenes where I was like, hell yeah, was when she hears Rocket's voice when he comes and back. And she cries. And yeah. she cries. And yeah. I'm like,
1: what? Ne- um, that was Nebula. Great. Nebula has, I think, the most character growth. Since like the, since the first, so, since, since first the first one, with, yeah. yeah. Like she's yeah. amazing in this. I love her in this because she, is, she's in, she's invested, she's part of the family, uh, and she used to be a bad guy. She's been trying to kill the family, but now, like, you, we see the repercussions of her making peace with Gamora in the last one, and those repercussions are, is she's opening herself up to have a family now, and. Even what she goes off to do at the end, like, she leaves the Guardians, but she does so so she can take care of the bigger family of nowhere. She can take care of, like, that town and build up that town and protect those people. Like, she really does become a, a fucking good guy at the end of this, you know? I mean, and I, I, I think her character arc is, is the most beautiful of any of the Guardians throughout this yeah. trilogy. She's yeah. even
0: suggested to potentially be the leader of the new Guardians <clears> team. <throat> if you recall, they yeah. slip in a line there where the, someone were kind of like, You're right. Oh, you should go ahead and lead it. And that's when she says, I'm gonna go to nowhere. And I'm gonna, yeah. you know, I kind of got Big bigger fish to five than that. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I I agree with you guys is, is pretty awesome. And the upgrades that Rocket did to her left arm, pretty fucking oh sick. Oh my god, awesome. like, that was sick.
3: What's the uh what's the terminated <laughs> dark fate? Uh, because it's not the t 1000 it's the one after that. It kind of reminded me of yeah. how her arms were doing it. I'm like, that is badass, bro. It was awesome. whatever the hell she needed to be. That it was, was like so that was cool. That was so cool, dude.
1: And I I love the friendship with her and Rocket, like you guys were talking about, like she gets all choked up when he's back, and like she's she's just as invested in saving him as Quill is. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. she's she's balls to the wall ends. No, of the she's earth. all in,
3: yeah. Yeah, she's, she's all in as well. Um, bro, I, her, she was great. Mantis they, is, I'm telling you, every single one of them had their moment to shine. Uh, Mantis being, uh, what you would say? Like the, the heart, mm. even though Rockets the heart, but she's the one that wants everything to be all right. She's like, why are we yelling at each other? We're supposed to be working as a team. Um, the fact that, you know, she, she, um, she, uh, stands up for Drax. While Nebula is fucking just railing him. Mm-hmm. Um and Drax never has her back ever. No, <laughs> yeah. You know? Like so Drax never is the her- fucking yeah. worst. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So until the very, very end. Um, but Drax always, you know, obviously uh uh it's on her case and usually treating her as Nebula is treating him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And the fact that she stands up to him with, you know, like I I mean, stands up to Nebula was was great now one thing i will say is they didn't really emphasize too much on the whole sister and her brother yeah like yeah they like,
0: name drop it i think to kind of in the very beginning when my brother yeah.
3: turns to me my brother turns to me and he's like what <laughs> and i'm like oh you didn't see the holiday special fuck i fucked up and then he goes their brother and sister i'm like yeah they and then he's like oh okay and then at the end he was like what changed nothing changed in my opinion except for her telling him that she needed to see his grandfather
0: you should have them watch the holiday special though, because yeah. they they no, emphasized I will. I will. it more. And that well, we were talking about that too. Was what was the required watching going into this? Obviously, the first two Guardians movies because it's tied into that holiday yeah. special. Um, mm-hmm. holiday special will tell you what that they're on nowhere and why what, they're there. Basically, the yeah,
3: it's that cosmos, and a Kevin
0: Bacon Easter egg yeah. at the end, which
3: you get at the very very end, which yeah. is hilarious. I that love is hilarious. Series. Because again, correct. people didn't get it. and I was like, "That's funny." As it well. went right over Rick's head,
0: completely yeah. over Rick's head, because we were chatting uh, yeah. previously. Yeah, and, and yeah. Cosmo, which we'll get to, yeah. we'll get to shortly. But I, who I adored, but um, of course, no, I did. not Of course, you knew that was, that I, was coming. I, but...
1: I want to say, since we're talking about Mantis, I really like that she comes into her own in this movie. Like, her power is like she kicks some ass. Like with her power, even though her power is a more passive power, like mm-hmm. the fact, you know, when she redirects the guy to be in love with Drax, again, every time. Yes. Just, every, every time.
3: time. I, I loved that, and her holding her laughter
0: back as they're walking. <clears throat>
1: yep. Which I loved also Fantastic. seeing
0: that Mantis has apparently been fucking with him a lot more, yes. yeah. you know, on yes. screen, which I, I right. like a lot.
1: Yeah. I love it. And then when they're when they're fighting and she's getting people to fight against the each other with mm-hmm. her powers, I thought that was great. And then you realize, that, but like her greatest superpower is seeing the best in people or, or creatures, right? Because you have the scene with her and Drax and Nebula, where she calls Drax stupid, but he loves us and and he's really sweet and this and that. And then th- you know this is the best parts of him. And then at the end she pretty much becomes Daenerys Targaryen, uh, with these, like, fucking battery-eating worms. Yeah, um, yeah from the second one. From the, from the second one, yeah. which were literally creatures they were afraid of and fighting and trying to kill in the second one. In this, she has seen... The best in them, the beauty in them. She has bonded with them, and they have become friends. Like that's her power. Her power is she brings she brings the best out in things, yeah. you know. And I love that they explore that throughout this movie, and it ends with her going off with these seemingly seeming monsters.
0: <laughs> then I then I guess that naturally brings us to Drax, who, again, you know, he does more. He's more than just there's plenty of comedy relief with Drax in this. He also kicks some fucking ass finally, and you get yes. some more. He even refers himself as a, Drax the Destroyer. That's a destroyer
3: mm-hmm. in this one, yeah. Yeah, because
0: that opening scene when he—he's the only one who can really go toe to toe with Adam Warlock, who, yeah. it, which we, we'll talk about him, but Adam Warlock is extremely powerful, and ja- and Drax starts fucking him up, and he's yeah. the first one where Drax, oh, yes. uh, Adam Warlock is like, oh shit,
3: oh, I gotta take okay, this down, I, right. I yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to
0: fucking throw down now, yeah. and he takes a beating from Adam Warlock, and also. Kicks serious ass throughout this movie, tracks and, and did awesome fucking fight team fight scene at the end, which was sick. And the way it was shot, oh, that fight one to another In was the hallway, astonishing. yeah. That hallway yeah. scene oh, that, is they got we their hallway fight scene. That so yep.
3: that, that's what I was gonna say. That is my favorite scene of the movie. I, I we were, I thought we were gonna jump on that, yeah. We, we can, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we can focus on Trax, but Trax's whole thing, the whole. Second best friend, he keeps dropping in when he's just chilling in the awesome. background listening awesome. to them.
3: Second, he's my best yeah. friend. Second best friend, second best friend. <laughs> um, great man. the
0: Zargnut thing, which is also yes. was in the holiday special. Was That's in the holiday Zargnut's. special as well, yeah. yeah. And he mentions, like, you know, when Mantha's like, well, what if I wanted one? Because they're all gone,
3: says, they're all well, gone. <laughs> <laughs> <right> after that.
0: <laughs> such a dick,
3: he's <laughs> such yeah. a dick. Um, you no, know, and for me, just piggybacking off of that, just the very end, where she's like, you were put on this planet to be a father, not a destroyer, and I was like, Fuck.
1: No, it's, it's a beautiful moment, right? And it, it was, harkens it back is, to where yeah. Drax gets his power from, which is his family, right? That's the original yeah. source of his power, is his family. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah and he yeah. and Drax has that big moment where they're saving all the children from the High Evolutionary, and, you know, he's they, no one can understand what they're saying and stuff like chup, that, chup. and then, choop, choop! <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. he. Oh, by the way, he's just all all of a sudden is just like,
3: yeah, I speak. This. And then they're like, why did you, know, you tell did, us?
0: Did, you didn't ask. Nobody you asked. asked. Like, again, just such a dick at the same time. Um, but he's you know, and he's like, oh well, my daughter used to love it when I made sounds of a monkey, and then he starts doing something that is. Absolutely- he starts doing the robot. Yeah, yes. basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was. Um, was the Nebula? Was just like that. Sounds nothing like a monkey. And I'm like yeah, yeah. It's not. whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't. He's cheering them up. But yeah, no, um, we had
3: they had major moments, man. Every single one of them.
0: Yeah. Um, and I guess we could also talk about Group in this movie. So Baby Groot, long gone, felt like he was kind of
3: left. This is the one Guardian I feel was kind of left in the back burner. Um, okay. We well, more than the other ones. Yeah. More than the other ones, because he's usually farting front and center with the Guardians films, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like this one is the one that he's kind of – like, again, and it's not so much. You get a lot of Groot in this film.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and one of my favorite moments in this film, which you see Peter giving him the guns. He goes, you know what to do with these. And then at oh, the end, you that, see him fucking I was gonna... branch out. Awesome. I so... think that's
1: one of the coolest scenes. When he pulls out, like, those six guns, <laughs> you're like, holy
3: <laughs> yeah, <yeah>, shit. And yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> hands Peter and his, and they're just, just like, spinning around shooting. That was yeah, sick.
0: Dude so
3: sick that so sick awesome. so he has one of the best moments but one of my things for me was um i wanted all right so we're obviously going to jump into rocket and, and whatnot but we have a lot of rocket backstory right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which was essentially it's a tragedy right i i kind of wanted, and I, I know maybe it wasn't the, it's not, a, I don't want to say the theme of the film because by the end it is a happy ending but throughout Rockus tra- Tragedy I would I would want to see how eventually life got better for him when he met Groot.
2: Yeah.
3: Just a little quick flashback. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought would it would have been very fitting in my opinion and we didn't have that. Like I thought I we agree. were essentially going to that, how yes, pre-Guardians this was my life, then I became something. But now I have my best friend or friends, if you will. But how he met Groot, I felt like a little quick flashback or something like that. I think it would have been dope, man. You know. Um, I think it's something they still, I, I
1: agree.
0: They still could potentially explore because, yeah. again, we're talking spoilers. At the end of the movie when Rocket becomes the new captain, the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy, he has a pretty jacked up Groot with yeah, bro. Like super yeah. fucking jacked yeah. Groot. Which, so I, I still think, I'm hoping that we get more of an explanation. But I agree with you, Jaden. Like, that was the one thing that has never really been touched on yeah. throughout the, any of these Guardians yeah, And, and I th-
1: that. think this was the place to do it, because we did get to see him leave like his old life just a scene of yeah as you're right just a scene of him meeting group just a scene of him and group together something to sh- to connect the that life to the present how, yeah. how
3: the pre- present got i mean yeah well yeah the present got better for him
1: <laughs> yeah i agree
3: it, you know that's the one of the one things of um that was one of the i wish they had done that you know that that would have been really cool um yeah. moment and maybe it was there maybe they just cut it because you know it was too long or whatever was, right i don't know I don't know, but I felt like it would have been really, really fitting, um, since we were touching on Rocket's, uh, you know, moments. What about Adam Warlock ripping Groot's head off in the beginning of the movie? Where I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, like I was like, "There's no way." I like again, not asking. Kind of looked like the thing that head. Yeah. The yes. But yeah. it was
1: walking I th- around. I, I like, thought we were gonna. I thought we were just gonna have the Groot head the whole movie. I was like, "Oh yeah. come on, man." Yeah. yeah
0: not again with, with this. Yeah. Um. But another thing with Groot, by the way, um, we could talk Rocket too. Is with Groot when he finally when he says, "I love you guys." Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that James Gunn. I read James Gunn said that that's the audience knowing and understanding Groot at this point. So apparently he so um, he, he literally does say, "I, I am that. Groot again." That's good, but that that's is us awesome finally that's... being able to understand him, which I found fascinating.
3: That's awesome. And that is, that awesome. is awesome. Yeah, that is very that, awesome.
0: That that's pretty awesome, and it was the one time I can say I really heard Vin Diesel's voice. Yeah, come yeah. Sh- come through. Which I don't care; it's not a thing. But you, you, I was like, they, yeah, that's Vin Diesel.
1: You think they had to pay him another twenty million dollars to record another line that isn't "I am Groove"? I am Groove. <laughs> yeah,
0: he was on um, Jimmy. He was on a Tonight Show. With Jimmy Fallon. He was mentioning recently about all the different ways he's had to say it, and apparently a lot the, of it. Mandarin, Mandarin, yeah, Mandarin, yeah and I, exactly. I, yeah. Apparently, a lot of it was for the for the international. Summary. Oh I what it was as, which I never Sorry, thought dude, about I, before. Yeah. I, I didn't
1: either. I, t- I take it back. The man's earned in this paycheck. <laughs> I, I gotta yeah. stop shitting on Vin Diesel. I actually like Vin Diesel. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I'm always so hard on him.
3: Because he's an easy target.
1: <laughs> he true. is an easy target, and yeah. I and I don't like the Fast and Furious movies, and that is what I associate with him. So I'm like. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean I mean know. who doesn't to be honest with you? That's you're what he's be known Benji's for. It. It's the same it's right exactly. I
3: actually do like the Fast and Furious movies all up to seven. Eight was fine, and nine I detested. I ripped that movie apart during mm. during our <laughs> review. But some hey, way, somehow, way, somehow, they got me excited for this next one. So I am pretty excited <laughs> to see 10. So um, you think
0: you're out, they pull you back. Yeah, in. yeah Jason Maloa,
3: dude. Gasolina. Yeah, and you want to you know, know what it is classics. about, man? Fucking fucking Jason Momoa, man. It's just a perfect fit to that world. But I know we're not talking, obviously, Fast 10, but I the one thing that I hate about these movies is that they grab a badass villain, and by the next film, they're part of that team. Oh, fam- they're, like, they're family. they are family. You know? This guy literally is Everyone's family. Isn't he Vin family. Diesel's
1: brother? <laughs> Isn't John Ooh. Cena
3: his brother? John Cena's he's his a, brother.
1: Yeah, right? He, oh, well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. He's probably got a lot. Of, he's got a oh, brother. Oh, fuck Tim, bro. Fuck Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I also energy. hate Olive Garden. So. Yeah. <laughs> Tim,
0: Tim knows I was out after the first Fast and the Furious movie.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: I was, that's, I'm, that guy. Guy. I, I'm that You're guy. You're that guy. I admit it. It's fine. I'm that guy. <laughs> oh, but you
3: got um, to at least, at least watch five. It's great. <laughs>
0: Imagine you telling me that in the middle of a series. By the way, watch the fifth one.
3: <laughs> you can kind of like skip all the other ones and watch. It doesn't Rock.
0: matter, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you can jump in whatever fuck no. you want. Who cares? No. Um, yeah. Look, if so, you like
1: Guardians, you'll love them going to space. Yeah,
0: there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I, back to so talking more rockets, since he is the he is the heart and soul of this film, and a lot of times he's laying on the deathbed throughout this movie. And he's we're getting learning about his life with the high evolutionary, the stuff he never wanted to talk about in the first two movies. And even the team acknowledges we don't know anything about him because he never wants to talk about it until later on when they get the file on him and they mm-hmm. they're watching it and their their faces are in fucking horror about what yeah. they're watching yeah. with him. <laughs> they're like, oh my god. And they're even horrified. Nebula says, This is what this is worse than what Thanos did to me. And Thanos yeah, And she's big. alluded to that. Well, yeah, exactly. That's huge. Because she's talked about that forever, even in
1: this movie. Even in this movie, someone says, Nice eyes, and she goes, Yes, Thanos removed my own cybernetics. quill.
0: Quill. Yeah,
3: Quill. It's like small, man, black moment, so. Yeah, that, moment, that moment's awesome. But he's kind of just like, Look at the sister. It's the start of a porn film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. but,
3: uh, but yeah, no, uh, agreed, man. Um, Let's touch on. Uh, I know we're talking group, but I mean group. We're, we're talking rocket, <laughs> but we rocket and Lila
0: are the, yeah. The, yeah the, the, one, the, man. The,
1: the the four of them are so. Cute Linda Cardellini I, killed I that, that character. That killed. I, I By yeah, the
0: way, when I found that, yeah, that was yeah. her, I fucking I, I was so happy. I, Linda
3: awesome. Cardellini killed that. Yeah. They it was so obviously. I already hinted what my favorite scene was. My second favorite scene was and it was so brutal it was that when he starts making the key and he's trying to get everybody out and the yeah. high evolutionary comes and they all get murked yeah i was like what a powerful scene it was so well written out yeah the emotions were there you can see why rocket becomes the way he, that he is yeah. obviously he rips the high evolutionary's face right Which, after that i love um, that he just yeah. fucking goes Feral. just fucking did not fucking care, you know. Fucking I think and in you. his
1: mind, in his mind, he's like, I'm going to hell tonight. I'm dying tonight. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. And I, that's yeah, what yeah. I even
0: loved when we see the, what he did to his face later on. Yeah. Like, fuck you, then. Yeah. That's what you get, motherfucker.
3: Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought those, all those scenes with, with the past and, 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 um, even her, um, when, when he's, when essentially he's dying or dies yeah. and, and she, she's there to meet him, you know, in the pearly gates or, you know, animal heaven or what have you, um, when she's meeting and then, and then teeth, uh, teeth floor and, and Lila are there. And she tells him like, he's like, Oh, I, I want to come home. She was, Oh, you will. She was, but not yet. It was kind of like a, a, a gladiator moment, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she stops him and she goes, you know, you you, you have a bigger mission to do. Um, you, you, we'll see each other soon, but it's not yet. Not soon, but we'll see each other again, but but not yet. Which kind of like if you go back, right, to Guardians 1, right, and the scene where uh, Drax and Rocket are fighting and Rocket says, I asked to be made, you know, everybody just points and laughs at me and all that. It just has a whole new meaning yeah. to that scene because now we know what Rocket went through. And it just makes that scene so much sweeter. Cause I got home and watched Guardians as soon as I got home. Um, I I laid in bed and I started watching it again, and that scene kind of like, boom, jumped at me, and I'm like, holy shit, man! Like, it's just fantastic writing throughout. Well,
0: um, so, has a big a big uh, line in that scene too, where she even tells him like, it's been your story the whole time. You just didn't realize it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And James
0: yeah. Gunn had had he tweeted the other day. He said that this has been Rocket's story. And that Rocket's story is his story, you
3: oh, know, shit.
0: essentially. And I thought that yeah. was pretty heavy. Wow. Yeah, that's heavy. that is interesting. That is yeah. very heavy. Yeah. Holy and, shit, yeah. And that moment, too, where they're – it's a very heartwarming moment when they're in – right after they're they are in the um, – and essentially in the cage together where they give themselves their names, you know, Teeth and Floor and yeah. Lila and then yeah. Rocket and the way, you know, Rocket's whole thing, we Jeez. find out that – it's because he wanted it to fly away with his friends and stuff and that's how they would do yep. it at the end and everything. And it, it was that yeah, I, I could see where people would get, you know, teared up and, and, and stuff like that in those moments. And the the moment later on that we're referring to when it looks like basically Rocket did die and yeah. was yeah, yeah. going and then comes yeah. right back, um, is is there and it's the emotional weight of it is just it's it's tremendous. It just, it really is. I can, I understand why people were crying at times. And, and I, I totally understand.
1: The yeah, no, I, I absolutely do too.
0: <clears throat> wow. I think, I think it's, I did hear that too. Wow. Well, uh, you Seems know fun. what?
3: I, I'm I was not like, what on John Cena? I was like, when the hell did he work with John Cena? I'm such an idiot. God, I'm <laughs> no, my mind went fast movie, Fast and Furious movies, and and MCU, and I'm like, what the fuck are you a fucking peacemaker? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: I yeah.
0: So I guess that also could bring us to the let's all well, whatever before we get to high evolutionary Adam Warlock. So I know I can tell by talking to Jader and Jason and I had our talks and yeah. even my wife, I'll mention it too. It seems like that's the universal kind of ding about this is Adam Warlock. Uh,
3: he was, I think, honestly. It's not it Adam Warlock. Warlock. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And I think it was um maybe a premature thing where maybe yep. this wasn't supposed to be the the Final Guardians movie, obviously, mm-hmm. you know all the all the shit that went with Gunn, and now he's at DC and and all this shit. Well, the DC thing is kind of new, and this movie was already filmed, yeah. but um, essentially, maybe there wasn't a deal to make another one. I don't know. Um, I felt like maybe they teased them at the end of two, yep, and maybe there was no storyline for him, and then they were like, "Hey, remember that tease? We got to do it, bro." <laughs> and then, set that up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Fuck," you know, and kind of like penciled him in throughout but that wasn't adam warlock for me so uh like the yeah. whole time uh, the only the closest to adam warlock that we got in that film was the very beginning of the movie
0: in yeah he, thing, shows and wrecks he shows shit up in his his yes. fucking yeah.
3: everybody up that for me was adam warlock throughout but then they yeah. made him like you know they mcu'd him you know he got a little goofy um well, you can tell he's young I, and all that stuff
1: i kind of look but. at him like i look at taskmaster from uh the the black, black widow, widow. Movie the yep yeah, it's like I, I if you if this was named anything else, I'd like it. If this was Fred Warlock, I'd be like, this was a fucking cool character. I like him. Yeah. I like the fact that he was childlike and really powerful, and that's yeah. interesting. But his name wasn't Fred Warlock; it was Adam yeah. Warlock, and Adam Warlock has a huge fingerprint on specifically like the the Thanos stuff in the MC in, in the. I'm sorry, the Marvel Universe in the comics, which is why I'm a fan of him. So like to see him like this, it's like this. I like the character, but this wasn't Adam Warlock. And now I'll never see a, an Adam Warlock proper.
0: So I think that my, my perspective is this. So obviously we're not going to see him with the Infinity Stones and Infinity Watch right. and all of that crap. We're never going to see that. Right. So we all knew that. Yeah, we all knew that. Wasn't, too, but yeah, yeah. We, once we knew. we knew he was in this movie, we knew the deal. Um, yeah. I would say not a huge fan of him in this movie. He is super powerful, though. I'll give him that. Played for yeah. comedy, and this, yes, but like I said, kind of somewhat MCU-fied. Um, but he is on the Guardians team, on the next Guardians team, and he's one of their heavy hitters. Because when we talk about more about the next Guardians team, they do have some heavy hitters on that team, yes. Now, if he continues, because this is an infant Adam Warlock, and they do acknowledge that in his film, he's kind of still getting early. and they mentioned high evolutionary took him out of the cocoon too early, so he's yeah. kind of like infant Adam Warlock. See yeah. where he goes down the line could for me make this a little bit better. But if this is the only Adam Warlock we're getting ever, then yeah, I'm I will hold my ding against this movie for that. But if it's yeah. just his introduction,
3: then uh, yeah. I can I can
0: be more forgiving. Like, yeah. No,
3: and I'm sure we right. will be because we're gonna see, what see what him happens. again and we yeah. gotta just see what happens. It was just he didn't need to be in this movie. I oh,
0: totally, totally agree.
3: Totally agree. Agree. You you know, besides obviously what happens to Rocket, like you could have anybody could have, and and Will Poulter is such a great actor, and I felt like he did nothing to really stand out either. Like anybody could have really played this role. I just hope it gets, and it's not his fault. This is no. right. This is all yeah, right. No, no, it's there's yeah. just nothing you know? there for him. There's nothing there. So um, I love him as a as an actor. I think he's great. He's fantastic. Um, I'm excited to see the, but, uh, the future, but this wasn't it. Like for me, it wasn't it. Um, yeah. that was one of my, my few complaints to be completely honest with you. Also, I hated that Star-Lord did not use his mask once. I wanted to see it one time. Cause even. I thought
0: that at the end of the movie, I'm like, is he going to use the mask? Is yeah. He, the mask. Forget it. Like, what oh, what happened?
3: it's the mask. Yeah. yeah. So again, I, I, I kind of hated that. We don't get to see Star-Lord use, you know, we don't get to see Star- Star-Lord essentially. Saw Peter yeah. Quill. Um and that was one of my other complaints where I'm like, what the hell is this man? I honestly thought as he was jumping, we were gonna have a badass <laughs> and then he was gonna blast off, but then he just <laughs> and, and that would have like, looked Whoa. cool. Yeah, because that's a like question throughout the movie. It, Yeah, dude. So <laughs> um I hate that was one of my uh that that the the warlock thing, the the group meeting uh uh rocket. Yeah, I really. love that we finally, that he finally says, I'm Rocket Raccoon.
2: That yes, was cool. Yes, he, that, he that was also, awesome.
3: He name drops himself. I'm yep. like, when he starts reading that he's a raccoon, I'm like, finally, he sees it. You and know, I think it's hysterical because.
1: And
0: he's face. from Earth. We also yep. established He's from Earth. So,
1: yeah. And he's always saying, I'm not a raccoon. I'm not a raccoon. That I'm moment, a raccoon. like he owns it. I am Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, raccoon. I
3: love that. And I love that every single person in this film calls him a different animal. Yeah. Ever seen it? Is a different badger. animal, yeah. Badger,
0: gerbil, hamster. I was like, What the fuck, dude?
3: I thought that was hilarious, man. But, um,
0: um so let's talk about the villain in the film. We get high evolutionary oh. here. Um, Jason, go ahead. Yeah. I, it's you're, you're chomping, so go ahead.
1: I am. I this is this is the most evil, in my opinion. This is the most evil villain we've got in the MCU. I fucking love this villain. It's essentially a billionaire <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much um, with with his own corporation playing God. I love the actor who they got, which I didn't realize because there are certain actors that I just don't, I don't see them as anything but their role. So when you told me that this was the guy from Peacemaker, I was like, what? Because yeah. <laughs> he was so good at this. I didn't even yeah. see it. Yeah. Um, he's chilling. He's. Like he has such a range of like uh, emotion. Like he has this like moment where he seems compassionate with Rocket, but then in that very same tone, he's like condemning him to death. Like, and and guys, this guy commits genocide in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He wipes everyone out on Earl. that planet. Yeah. is
3: destroyed. Everyone, the Guardians I don't save them. I thought, I thought they were gonna have like a kind of not a revert, not like a time stone thing, but I thought they were gonna manage to grab people and. And you know, the guardians do what the guardians do, right? Yeah, right. essentially what they did with the kids, right? Yeah, that doesn't happen, bro. No, no, these guys, these <laughs> creatures all die. It's like <laughs> a death sign, <laughs> dude.
0: They just get wiped out like so I was many. Like, what the fuck,
3: dude? So, I'm on board with you guys all the way till the end. Um, I thought he, oh, it doesn't ruin his ranking to me or anything, it's just lower. I had him like really high in a pedestal as I was watching the film throughout. I felt like at the end, um, yeah, I he know just started you screaming know. too much, and he just he lost very easily, very easily. Mind you, he's getting his ass kicked by five different fucking the, entire team. The, the whole entire team. the team is going yeah. in on this guy. Yeah, yeah. But um, I felt like he could have been a little bit more manipulative at the end and more sneaky. Like he could have killed Rocket. You yeah. know, when Rocket's looking at, at the at the other raccoons and all that, and he pops up right behind him. He could have done like that's what he I thought was Well, remember
0: he wanted Rocket's brain. Oh, so I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know that, I know that, yeah. I know that.
3: But like, part of me said, he, I could he could have grabbed him anything, you know, um, for the for the uh, ranking that I had this guy like up there where I'm like, oh, this guy is, and he is, he's fucking evil, you yeah. know. I in fact I wanted a little bit more of him. I felt like we we I had agree. some, but I wanted more of him. Uh, but at the end, it was one of those where we obviously need to wrap this, this film up and the, our good guys have to win, you know. Um, but that was that. And honestly, uh, it's it's just very little to ask. Um, so I think he knocked it out of the park, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I thought it's he cool. was great. And especially that and I agree with you guys as far as it goes with evil. Right. Because we've seen other the, some of the best MCU villains. You can understand what they're why they going. Like even Thanos, you can understand great. what he's getting at. You know, Killmonger. We'll see, yeah, see where he's going with. um Even Vulture, who I have very high up there too. Uh, I love Vulture. Vulture.
1: Yeah, but you can understand
0: look, why. He's, I think the Vulture, his Hashtag
1: Vulture is right. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you can understand it, but with High Evolutionary, that one line that he has when he was like, "There is no God," and that's why I had to step in. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. when his people are like, "All right, this guy's done." This guy's not they'll stop pulling out their guns then and like listen, he's gone and
3: what else? I I love that standoff, bro, where everybody's just pointing their guns at him and this Mm -hmm. guy's like he just is bro. I was like, What the fuck? He's like,
1: You didn't think I didn't see this coming? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He is, I mean,
0: yeah, even like the stuff with the animals and stuff like that, and that obviously gets you like how evil this motherfucker is. And then when he tells Rocket, like, you thought you were going to the new world?
1: Oh, what you and so your
0: friends are just
1: terrible fucking yeah. test
0: subjects. Get out of here! Like, yeah. no, you're gonna be incinerated.
1: Yeah. No oh, man. God. man. What, and, man? And, you know, the yeah. worst part is that he told him. It's yes. the, wor- the worst part. Isn't even that he was going to do it. It's that he told him. It's like, why the fuck would you do that? Let let him die happy.
3: Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. oh, we're going to the new fuck, world man. now. And they, no, he didn't give a fuck. He was right. just like, Yeah, you're not fucking going. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then and then uh when they talk about well, obviously they joke. Well, that's what led to the genocide where they're like, Oh yeah, the, the uh perfect planet, but you have people selling meth or whatever the hell they have I in the love- corners and all that, which was insane to me because it yeah. was pretty funny when yeah, you were man. watching it actually happen, and then that's- he's like, Yeah, this is why this is we're out. You know? Yeah,
1: I and tried. Then, oh, yes. then, oh well. I was like, "What the fuck!" That's my yeah. favorite of his lines because he's yeah, he's going off about how he's building the perfect society, and Quill goes, "So your perfect society includes uh, octo- octopus people selling meth to people with roaches for heads," and I <laughs> believe he goes. No, yeah. admittedly not. Like I just was so funny that that's when he destroys and yeah. it. I don't know. Just the, his deflation was so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, man, and it makes you you want to know what's
3: crazy that you know as that's happening. My first thought was the the bat family because they were bats, right? The ones that took them in into the mm. home. Yes, they look yes. like bats to me. Yeah, they were so. I felt so bad where I'm like, are we going to see them? No, bro, they fucking died. (laughs) No, they're (laughs) dead. There's kids there, the whole nine, dead. (laughs) And insane. And I love the – and one of the reasons why I started thinking right after that scene that Peter was going to die was when he finds his way out and they find their way in. And then they're like, where are you? And I'm like, you know, they do the switch. And Nebula's like, what do you mean you're not on the ship? And he goes, you know, I always find a cool way to make it out. (laughs) I always do this. And my group pretty much says this and is like, how is that a cool way out? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you almost killed yourself. But then you see when he grabs the air compressor, if you will, I don't know, when he's grabbing that thing, he's running out right at the end. And I'm like, oh, he thinks he's going to have a cool way. I'm like, fuck, he's going to die. That's when it started, like the 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 hamster wheel started, like really spinning. Where I thought he wasn't gonna, and then it happens. And I'm like, I was so shocked at that that I'm like, did they just fucking kill Quill? And I'm just so shocked that I'm not sad right now. I'm just shocked. Um, okay. So it obviously we go, it goes back to that. But I, when he says that line, it's kind of when he, when I triggered, I'm like, oh, he might not make it out of this. Jason might
1: be right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, was thinking it, I
0: fully admit it. They, uh, they had me. They I had me ready to go. I, I,
1: yeah, me too. Again, I had forgotten about Adam Warlock. Um, um I. I, I but, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well,
0: no, I was gonna move on to Craggle uh, and Cosmo.
1: All right, let's move on.
0: But, um, all right, no other characters. I, I really, I really enjoyed. You know, you got to see Craggle and his whole thing where he was continuing with, you know, Yondu right. and mastering, mastering the whole, uh you know. Fucking dart thing that he's got going on. But then he has the relationship with Cosmo. Mm-hmm. And who I didn't even realize, I for- totally forgot she was cast in this movie is Maria Bakalova from the second Orat movie. Yeah. Who she's the one oh, who voices yeah. she voices she's, Cosmo. She does Cosmo. Yeah. 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 I, I love Cosmo. I mean, whatever, I'm Cosmo a is hysterical. Too, So Cosmo's yeah, fucking no, hysterical. It it's called awesome. a bad dog. I was just like yeah, depressed about the whole movie.
3: And the whole movie, she's just like <laughs> trying to like just get get him to say good dog man <laughs> oh my God. and she had her moment she had that dope yep. moment that pancake uh-huh. moment with that splat yep. and i was like fuck yeah dude pretty powerful super. man It cost yeah, all of fucking space that to go that over there awesome dude that was so awesome
1: i love the fact that she uh i i, I like that the fact that she is a dog even though she's super intelligent, mm-hmm. she's still yeah. a dog, and so she's a super intelligent dog. So that whole business about like, no, I'm a good boy, I I'm, a, I'm yeah. a good, I'm a good dog, yeah. I'm a good dog. Yeah, like, yeah. She, because of course that's important. She's still a dog, like it's exactly. brilliant. And
3: then, and then the uh delicious treat. Yes. Delicious, you know, yes. all that shit. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Like, it was good stuff, dude. No, I've
0: cracking up the whole movie, and how much it was like destroying her world that she was called a bad dog. <laughs> yeah. No, when when they're all sitting crumbles. there playing poker, yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yeah, no,
1: no, no, I love that scene, dude. <laughs> he called and, me uh, a bad dog, and Howard the Duck's like, "Would you tell her she's a good dog already?" <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and they even bring back the uh, not, not the collector. I forgot his name from the first yeah, the one. guy
3: from uh, for the first one that
1: yeah
0: wants uh, to the buy
3: denies the, the nice the power stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do, you know,
1: you know who that is? No. That's Lloyd Kaufman. Is who it really? Is the, yeah, the head of the troman Studios because I caught his name in the credits at the end. Okay. Oh, but shit. I'm pretty like that was yeah that's Lloyd Kaufman. So that I thought that was crazy that they've got like him and in, in this movie. Yeah,
0: um, that's cool. So speaking of specific scenes, like highlights that maybe were, that we didn't touch on. So the ones we we did touch on vaguely was that badass scene when we get the Guardians money With shot perfect- essentially.
3: Yes, it was the Guardians money Fantastic. shot. It was the perfect, Guardians
0: money shot
3: with the yep. perfect song playing. Oh yeah. No, no sleep, no to, sleep Brooklyn. to Brooklyn. I was yes. like, "Hell yes, dude." Yeah. A, that's a kick ass. Dude, song. I'm a, I'm a huge Beastie fan. So for me that was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck yes." No. And they awesome. and everybody shines in that scene there is not one person Mm -hmm. and it's just like that one shot one take as you're like kind of going through everybody everybody doing their shit it reminded me of the
0: avengers yeah the first avengers movie they have that shot like that in the battle of new york where they go
3: for everybody and i'm gonna fast forward to the very end of the scene though but gamora doing that finally that final kill for me was just like a Mm -hmm. fucking chef's kiss Mm. because it looked to me and we already touched on this like comic book Gamora. Yes, exactly. For me, that exactly. was that's how I pictured her, and just that sly, like smug fucking we took over this shit look mm-hmm. from her, and that shot because you have kind of have everybody on the background, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Awesome, dude. Awesome, awesome. And that's another scene where I'm like, I'm like, I turned over to my brother and I was like, dude, this scene was a ten out of ten, like hands down. Like the scene before that for me was the. My favorite scene was the uh the whole depression scene with Lila and and, and uh Rocket. The emotional scene was yeah, it? the yeah. emotional. I'm like, man, that was great. And I loved the beginning. I really did love that opening to that film mm-hmm. so much. Like from the from the credits rolling, which we'll talk about right now, to the uh obviously them trying to go on that mission to save Rocket. Um, so there's a lot of moments that I really did love throughout this film, but like this was the a true a true guardian fashion, just badassery, badassery, dude. Where I was like, "Fuck yes, dude!" If this is the last film, like I'm happy. Like this movie could have ended right there, and I was like, "Yo, like fuck!" Yeah. It was just so good.
0: And one so of my favorite good. things too was seeing Rocket back on Groot's shoulder. Fucking blasting, fucking the same time. Ba. Yeah, and that when he jumps off the shoulder and he has that shot in midair. Yeah, that, that part, shot it kind of like freezes and That, that was sick. Was so fucking yeah. sick.
1: Yeah. And I think something that makes this movie a bit more tragic is if you keep in mind that Rocket's the only guardian of the galaxy that wasn't blit. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rocket had to live that seven or eight years well, without Nebula. his family. Well, heaven
3: Nebula, Nebula. Right, Nebula, well, all right, Nebula, yeah. Nebula but, but Nebula wasn't. Nebula
1: Asa. Yeah. Oh no, OG, it wasn't an Nebula. OG. Wasn't like OG, a proper right. god. Yeah. 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 But but like so, you know, or actually that maybe that that even strengthens why their relationship is so close, right? Why they're so they're such good friends. Um, yeah. but it. it I yeah, don't we know don't know what happened
3: there. within those five years because they were still hanging. They were still right together. You know exactly. Yeah, but. So,
1: You know the fact that Rocket goes through all that loss and then loses his other family in the blip, like you know, it kind of makes this a bit more tragic too. To figure find out what happened to him and the loss of his like initial family of like weird test subject creatures.
0: No, that's totally fair. So I'm going to be honest; I didn't think about prior, but you're right. Like that really does add more to the weight of this.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, What about
0: when I said opening credits?
3: Did you guys take like this first time watch? Obviously, Mm -hmm. you didn't take like a deep like breath, like when you start seeing the Marvel credits roll out, and it's only Guardians. Yeah, yeah, like
0: this was this was it. I was like very finale.
3: Yeah, and I was like, oh no, (laughs) I'm like, I don't think I'm ready right now, man. No, and then also
0: the mindset going into the movie because again, well, we we talked about last week where we were all at with this, and we were expecting death and sadness and everything like to like the extreme. And yeah, you're right. Once the Marvel thing starts rolling, and it wasn't even like the, well, man, I can't remember if it was the last time they used the music. The, uh, I don't well, even. Yeah. It's been a while. That's right. They
3: didn't use. I don't think they used it for Quantum Media. I don't think they used it for. They definitely didn't use it for um, Black no Panther. They no. didn't use it for No Way Home. They didn't use it for Infinity War or Endgame. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. So even when you don't get the music, then too, so it made me think of like, yeah, when you see only Guardians, only Guardians, and made me think like with Captain Marvel where they use Stan Lee, and then Chadwick Boseman and Wakanda Forever, I'm like, oh man. Uh, It's all death. Exactly. Everyone's gonna fucking die. Rick is (laughs) right.
1: They're all gonna die.
0: (laughs) So I'm like, like,
3: fuck. As soon as I start, I'm sitting down, I'm there, I'm happy, obviously we're gonna see Guardians, and the credits start rolling, and I honestly did this. I'm like, fuck. And then they start with Creep.
0: Yeah. And so I'm they're like, really oh, setting you up. for
3: work. it. Yeah, I'm like, what am I? What are we doing here, man? Yeah, because I've uh, said
0: many times before, when I used to see the Marvel credits, the Marvel title come in, and the music would hit, I would get like uh, yeah. fucking goosebumps oh, every and everything. Time. The hair would stand yeah. up. I'm like, oh, let's go.
3: Every time I love that. Dun, 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 yeah, dun. like that's just so great. Um, but yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I was, the, I was, uh, I was a little. That's why I said from the, I was hooked from the very beginning, and I actually meant the Marvel credits. And I think that the Rocket walking around, obviously, you see Peters, obviously, drunk off his ass, depressed, mm-hmm. super depressed. Um, so I had certain moments, in there. I'm like, oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. Like, So there was a lot of I love these moments in this movie. Um, sure. But my number one was obviously that hallway scene. That shit was a chef's kiss. It, it, was, was, it was badass, badass. It's actually, and I'm not going to bullshit you, I think it's one of my, it's in my top... Favorite MCU moments, it, it like skyrocketed. No pun intended, up there. Oh. <laughs> uh, just, just the way it made me feel, to be honest with you, I was I couldn't stop smiling. I couldn't stop bobbing my head because of the song. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect, man. Perfect.
0: Dude. I would have to make a list of that one day. We, we got to make do that. You we a list of moments. That's a great yes. idea. Actually, I didn't just, think of and that. And we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it real hard and just
3: do a top yeah. ten. Top ten of the, the how many films do we right. have now? I think
1: I would like, come to
3: top ten moments. or something like that. Twenty nine. Yeah. So I think we should do that one episode, just top MCU moments.
0: Yeah, I think so. And that, that's the a snap cool is up there
3: for movie. me. Yeah. Oh no, there's so many. Don't don't ruin it. We're gonna have some. great really Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. There's it, a, a lot to think the about. Yeah. There's I'm just a lot of awesome loud, moments. Yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be a very somber moments for me. Trust me. Yeah, I already know. So but,
0: uh, I I guess it would take. Oh, Jason, do you have any specific moments that maybe we didn't touch on? You wanted a, or scenes from the movie? Uh,
1: you know what? I, I would like to talk about that final post-credit scene if we have, if, unless yeah, that's a different. Hey, man, session. that's where
0: we're gonna head to. Well, let's get into the post-credits and where everyone. Okay,
1: yeah, off. let's get. Um. Yeah, let's get into that.
0: So before we get to the post, let's touch on the mid. Then, the mm-hmm. mid-credit scene introduces us to the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that's who we have now. Uh, we can mm-hmm. speculate about right after where we think we're gonna see them again. I think we probably all agree. I have a feeling we're all gonna agree on where we think we're gonna see them next. But Lockett's the leader of it. We get fucking super jacked up group that, yep. that's in here, too. Adam He's Warlock, like yeah, we get Adam Warlock is there. Um, who am I forgetting now? Cosmo, we get Craggle. Um, and it was also the young girl who was one from- of the young girls yes Wonder, that's right who i i'm gonna butcher her name but one of the i was reading an article there too so i'm not gonna act like i came up with this on my own but in the comics she's apparently they believe she's a character who's captain marvel's daughter in the comics that's here that is extremely super powered. so okay. i didn't want to go ahead and, and pull that up i was i admittedly i was i was reading something on this and that's where th- this came from um okay. Captain Marvel's daughter, and you know, obviously... For those well, I mean, who,
1: obviously that's not going to be what she is now. No,
0: she's not, because they gonna say she's from the High Evolutionary yeah. uh, this time, but I was going to go ahead and... Uh, nope. I wanted to bring that up, because that's the speculation of who uh, this possibly is. And I cannot go ahead and find this article for life, for me because I should have written the damn thing down. So... You can go ahead and speculate from that scene while I'm looking this up if you if you give me a second.
3: It yeah, says her name is Phyla.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's, uh, well, again, she's going to have a totally different origin story in this, but that's who the belief is of that's who this character is, mainly because of the white hair and some of the powers that she displays in the brief scenes that we do see her in the film. So I'm kind of curious to know where they're going to go with her and that. But if. <laughs> That's who you have with a super-powered group. Adam Warlock. I mean, you and we also saw what Cosmo can do now. You've got some heavy hitters on this yeah. fucking new Guardians team. They're yeah. not to be fucked with, man.
3: No, no, not at all. And I love the tune that they played.
0: Yes, that's what we opened up with. We had yeah. some Dude, we opened up with those streets of Brooklyn, of course. But then yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, but this ties it together. Come so this is love, on it to tie it all together.
3: Yeah, that was that so good. So when good. when I heard that, uh, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, i was, <laughs> I'm not lie, That one may have got me a little choked up for a second. I was like, yeah, oh, "There bro. it is." Yeah,
0: there okay. it is. No, absolutely,
3: man, absolutely. So
1: no, I. Sorry. With with this new these new guardians, right? Because we pretty much have shed all of these superstars, right, in the cast. Do you think we're yeah. gonna get like an MCU like? Television show like a, a Guardians adventure because like Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel are all voice acting, so
2: yeah.
1: <coughs> I'm sure they'll do it. And
3: like, who uh, else only, are they pay? Craiglin Craig is the only one that maybe because I feel like he only works with his brother. Yeah. Uh, oh, you get me because okay. it is essentially it is Sean yeah. Glenn. Um but. I don't see why not. I think it'd be a really good idea to be honest with you. An MCU Disney Plus show? The little Disney Plus show, the Avengers of the Guardians of the Galaxy, if you will, or you know, yeah. the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Um I no think the there. next
0: time we're gonna see them is Secret Avengers, Wars. Avengers Avengers
3: Kang Dynasty. Kang Dynasty. You think you're gonna go for Kang? I don't know I why. Th- I feel like they're gonna probably save them for later. Secret Wars? Maybe.
0: Well, I think it'll be bottom line, I think it'll be an Avengers movie. I think yeah, it'll be because yeah. in the Avengers movies, everyone becomes an Avenger literally. Then, yeah, and they bring literally, the active hero. Everybody gets them. knighted. Yeah, Rockets everyone has already an Avenger right now. Let's go. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So that's my guess. Is the next time we'll see them. But the post-credit scene does show Peter on Earth living with his grandfather, and they're having a conversation about mowing the lawn and stuff of the neighbor and the, his grandfather. Um, has a is reading a newspaper, and on the front of it says that. Bacon, uh, tells Bacon tells all. all about his abduction, which I thought was fucking great. Yeah, like, if you didn't hysterical. spot it, then that's another huge nod to the holiday special. And after that, huge letters, the legendary Star-Lord will, will return. return. Not the Guardians of the Galaxy, but legendary Star-Lord. Yeah. So, and I told Jason after the film, I'm like, so once, once Peter Quill's on Earth, I'm like, all right, so, I mean, we see shit happen on Earth all the time. He's not just gonna sit on his farm and be like, nah, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm
3: good. I I've been there, done
0: that already. Nah, yeah, we're not gonna get that. So, when the hell are we gonna see Star Lord again? I think that's what, a what more do we got coming one.
2: up.
3: What I, we got coming think up? Th- I think that it might be something that might be getting what, what Jason's saying. That may be leading to a Disney Plus show.
0: You think Star Lord, Disney
3: Plus show? It could happen. Yeah, it could happen, man. I think, I think they, uh, Especially, with, you talked on this earlier. How much money this movie's made? How much people love these characters? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason to shelf them right now. Agreed. Especially coming off, especially coming off the the high that is Volume Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, bro. Can you imagine Peter Quill and fucking Kevin Bacon going on an adventure together? That would be, hey, be awesome. Give
0: me a six-episode fucking, fucking series, limited right. series you're of that. Yeah, that'd
3: be <laughs>
1: fucking awesome.
3: You know, so that would be some, great. something along those lines. I'm sure Gun will be a definitely EP throughout the MCU's run with anything Guardians. They're gonna go up to him and be like, "Hey, just pencil us in or give us some notes so we can." Where would you take this type shit? I don't think he's going to fully let go of these characters completely. Um yeah. I feel like he will if if let's say if uh the last time we do see him is Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars, um I guarantee you he's going to be there like saying like hey we should do this with these characters. <clears throat> kind of what he did with Infinity War. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm with Infinity, straight, Infinity War, yeah. Yeah. He took care of the Guardian scenes. That that was yeah. his his input, his take, mm-hmm. his vision, you know. But um and there's, there's no I, reason I,
1: not to. Like yeah, it's and not I got, like DC and absolutely. Marvel are really rivals. It's like No, it's the fandom both...
3: that made them rivals.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. That's where they that's, where
0: the, is, between that's fans where the rivalry is between it's fans. Which know, is scary right. because like I mean whatever, you can like both. Yes, do I if I had to pick one? Yes, I would pick Marvel, but I yeah. also love a lot of things in DC as well. I mean, right. whatever.
1: Yeah, dude. So It's not a rivalry. They're taking my money regardless what you do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think hey. it was
0: Kevin Feige that I said a bunch of times where he wants DC films to do well because, again, the general public just sees superhero film. so yeah. they don't give a mm-hmm. shit what it is. So if there's some bombs getting thrown out there, they're not going to see his next film. So yeah. Yeah. that could that could hurt it as well. Right, which is that's smart business.
3: <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. I um, I'm really and again, it, it, the shot of the fact that our our heroes did survive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they did because I'm I wasn't ready to say goodbye to the Guardians, you know. No, um, um, Jason was saying that you know, he was saying that this is probably his favorite franchise of the MCU, or it's up there for him, right? Um, if you're thinking the Thor movies and the Iron Man, the only one that I think this I honestly rivals are the Captain America films, but Captain America films kind of cheat at the end because they it's Avengers like 2.0. Essentially, well,
0: Civil War, Winter like, Soldier yeah, what Soldier I mean. doesn't. yeah, no, 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 that's what I oh, mean. Oh, okay, movie. by the at end, at the end, yeah, at the, yeah, end,
3: okay. yeah, at the end, it kind of mm-hmm. cheats. Uh, I agree, yeah, again, uh, Winter Soldier remains my favorite, like not counting <laughs> the Avengers because that's just cheating, like I said, yeah, but like if fair. you're talking about film so like you know, um. I still Solo say, yeah. I still say that it, I like it more the Infinity War and Endgame, but that's a lie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that it's yeah. better. I was like, it can't be, man. Yeah. You know, but I still say. So everyone's like, what is your favorite MCU film? I will yeah. forever say the Winter Soldier, even though it's probably Infinity War and Endgame. And I kind of yeah. count Infinity War and Endgame as one film, like Godfather one and two. Yeah, you, you can't know? have one without
0: the other. You can't have. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I I
3: can't. I can't. So I'm like the Infinity Saga yeah. for me. I'm not Saga, but like those two for me. Our mm-hmm. one film. Um, but uh, I yeah, I wasn't ready to say goodbye to these characters. And I'm glad we didn't have to. Um, I'm glad that, that we're still keeping them around. I'm glad that we got that um, reassurance that we will see them again. Yes. Uh, at least with Chris Pratt. Because he's the one that I didn't think we were going to see again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, part of me thought that if anybody survives, it, it was no way they were going to kill Quill because of what's coming with Kang. Yeah. Um, there's no way that they're not going to use him. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, maybe they don't need to. You know, there's certain characters, Adam Warlock, like, you know, you don't have to have somebody in a movie. Maybe he just didn't fit. And we didn't see um, Jeremy, we didn't see uh, Hawkeye in uh, uh, Infinity War or Ant- Ant-Man. Or no, Ant-Man, right, they
0: were both gone. You know, oh, they were yeah. both
3: gone. And then they played a major role. So I'm just glad that we're going to get them. They reassured us, you will see these guys again. Uh, we don't know when, but you will. You know, and, and that for me is what made me truly happy as a fan. You really don't want to let go of certain characters. <clears throat> the fact that, you know, we've lost Iron Man was kind of big because he, he was one of my, my my favorite reasons to go to the movies uh, to see these. Like I loved I was team Tony Stark from day one, you know, which is crazy because I read Iron Man comics, not as much.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I knew what a badass he was, but I loved how he wasn't a popular character and he became the forefront of what the mcu is yep. now and that's all due to, to, to Downey. you know like he yes, just it is. killed he killed that role and it, uh, it, he's one it's one of those roles that i have a feeling they will recast him um in the future i don't think anywhere near now but like i'm talking way down the line um and they reboot the mcu when they reboot it you know, the <laughs> or something like that exactly um and uh I, I he's one of the few of people that I wish they don't, you know, kind of like a Doc Brown.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I don't right. want anybody else but <laughs> yeah.
3: Christopher Lloyd to yeah. be Doc Brown. Yep. Um He's just he just did that. Kid, he that role. So he essentially is playing Robert Downey Jr. That's a, who he is. Well, you know, yeah. Jader,
1: I don't know if you, I don't yeah. think you know this about me, but Iron Man didn't get me into the MCU films. Robert Downey Jr. did because i had yeah. been a huge fan ed can attest to this i was a huge fan of robert Danny jr back in his drug problem days where everyone was shitting on him and i was like getting into yeah. arguments with people about how fucking brilliant of an actor he was that people yeah. were telling me it was crazy then you flash forward and i went to go see iron man like i like comics but iron man wasn't one i was very interested in i didn't yeah. know that we were starting Dang. on this you know mcu fucking excursion i thought this was yeah. another one off and i was like well, I don't really know Iron Man, but I love RDJ, so I'll go see that. So he is what hooked me into the MCU. It's not even Iron Man, no. And he I think did. The...
0: Okay. No, no, oh, uh, no. I was going to say that the since we were talking about MCU franchises within the franchise that could rival Guardians. Um, yeah, I would say I, I can say that's fair. Captain America is there, but Civil War, is... Spider Man.
3: Spider-Man's. That's where I was going with. I was gonna Spider-Man's, go with Spider-Man yeah, because
0: I love Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming. Uh far from home, I like not my favorite of the series. Still really cool though. I'm a defender. So.
3: I'm a I'm a I'm a defender far from home.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, yeah. I like it. I don't get me wrong. I don't want to make yeah. it sound like I do. I don't out of the three though, it's probably my least of the three. And no yeah. way home was fucking tremendous. I mean, yeah. Epic. And well, I don't even but, and I but, wouldn't even say that, that is- one cheated. I don't think that one cheated because we jason me and you hate the garfield movies like yeah, you despise great. them but yet w- you bring him in and we're like oh wait wait a second with great writing comes great characterization okay yes. we actually like this guy now yeah cool
3: and so Toby i thought is, oh, so. i thought about you ed uh not too long ago because uh you know facebook sometimes reminds you of how dumb you can be sometimes and you know? <laughs> uh i went to i i saw i had put that i went to go see amazing spider-man 2 mm-hmm. in theater right mm-hmm. and i clicked on um, because i saw like 10 comments and i was like oh shit and i clicked it and i wrote like way better than the amazing spider-man one this movie was fantastic <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck dude what were you thinking <laughs> you I, I almost dude. fucking send it I almost send it to you, dude. I'm like, look at this asshole. <laughs> like, that's great. What fuck? Which, again, I and I'm one of the few that I don't hate those movies. I don't hate them at all.
2: Okay.
3: As as, but I I don't hate them as a non comic book fan. Like, they do a lot wrong, and I know mm-hmm. they do. But I was yes. thoroughly entertained. I like Garfield as as Peter a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Sorry, Brent. I, I meant as Spidey. I love his suits. Yeah. I love the way he looked in it. But his suit in the second one's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That's I, I agree. I will acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I know you guys did this these movies already, and I, I wish I I would have been there to defend a little bit. I don't know <laughs> where and love him as much as I did. I guess apparently that day because the fuck was I smoking? um uh, I, I don't it. worry about. It. I
0: had my moment with <laughs> Spider Man three when I walked out of the theater at the twelve o'clock theater. Uh, showing yeah. back then i was like what two and two thirty in the morning or something i'm like yeah yeah man that was pretty cool and then i woke up the next day and i'm like what but this you know that but what the fuck what is going on with that, Venom. What? you know that was
3: one that was one that i walked out of that i was like nope that was not for me because i was so Spider-Man hyped spot. and coming off of spider-man 2 obviously i did the midnight screening as well and then um when we went when i got out i was walking out and i remember a friend of mine he saw me in the theater he's like what'd you think and i'm like i really didn't like it
1: (laughs) i'm like i didn't like this movie at all
3: (laughs) and then i'm like i didn't like venom and i was so looking forward to venom uh i didn't think sandman was bad to be honest with you just he's good no he's actually good yeah yeah Yeah. i
0: acknowledged
3: it yeah yeah he was probably
0: the best part of that movie
3: but I was I wanted to love and I remember like they my co-workers because I worked with older guys in a in a warehouse back then. I worked at a as an ele- electrician supply store and I had a lot. And then everybody's like, bro, you get so giddy because Spider-Man's cause I was spazzing like five more. I had in my calendar like five more days of Spider-Man, you uh-huh. know, and they're like, oh, oh, Spider-Man. They were making fun <laughs> of me, dude. And I was like, oh, fuck you guys, man. You don't like something. You don't like shit that you get excited for. This is what I get excited for. You know excited, we didn't man. have the abundance, we didn't have the abundance superhero films back then. We got one or two a year, maybe. Yeah, you know.
0: No, we're way um, more judgmental on it now.
3: Yeah, yeah the bar's yeah, yeah. been
0: set, the bar's been raised very high at this point. No, so no we have the I right know, to and,
3: it. and the fact that they this was a return to form for Marvel, uh uh from the lukewarm phase four, yeah, to yep. be honest with you. But I kind of like right before we uh we do this. RDJ had such a good year that year because you had the release of Iron Man in May, right? Mm -hmm. And just four months later in August, you had Tropic Thunder.
1: Awesome. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Tropic Thunder, which he got nominated and would now probably get crucified if he did that. Like, he would be canceled like this. Which sucks, man, because the thing is is, is he's making
0: fun of the fact of somebody doing that. He is yes. the dude. It's a satire. The dude. The dude. Another yeah. Dude.
1: yeah. So um it's saying that this is wrong. <laughs> yes, I,
3: exactly. Exactly. Do you guys it. do you guys own that film by any chance? I any do. Any I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. I do. All right. Have you seen that movie? Have you seen the commentary?
0: Uh I don't watch the movies I, with commentary a lot. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't but don't I've heard if I did or I've not. heard it's pretty damn good though.
3: Can you do it? I think I need to then. He's in character do really? commentary he doesn't bring character to the Get audio the commentary baby i swear to god people don't know that it's a all right so this movie, might be man. the
0: first time i admit i will <laughs> right. watch a film with the, the, people
3: the don't director. know that
1: watch, i am gonna watch i this.
3: didn't know that but i do watch director's commentaries because i like to. i obviously like to do deep dives in film yeah so i like course. to take little notes that's how i know all the scream shit that mm-hmm. i know it's because i watch the director's commentary and what they were trying that's to do cool. and this and that it's a lot of fun for me because i love film Yeah. Um. And I I bought Tropic Thunder the day it came out on Blu-ray. I'm watching it. I watch it regularly. And then I want to say about a month later, I started doing the special features and I did the audio commentary and he is in character. And I'm like, get the fuck out. And it's hysterical. It's hysterical. I got to watch this. I've never seen this. I've got to watch it. Yes. Watch it, dude. You guys think you're right. He does. He does say that. I don't He's break saying, character until like after the uh yeah. director commentary, <laughs> DVD commentary. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know, yeah, dude. It was great. So a lot of people don't know that he does that. It's hysterical. It's a whole other movie because they're I cracking up RDJ. the whole time. Yeah. And it just go, you know, just the other night I saw uh Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was on sale. Uh on oh, Apple TV. I love that movie. And I was I was in the mood to watch it, and it was nowhere to be. I'm like, let me see if it's on Apple TV. Four bucks. And I was like, no brainer. Fucking bought it. Such <laughs> him. Uh, it's a whole different show. But when when Shane Black, because I had another one that said, fuck you, Shane Black. um, You ruined Iron Man 3 for me because I hated Iron Man 3. I got to rewatch that with a new set of lenses to see if I like it more. Or no, you got to rewatch now. it.
1: That's yeah. this guy. Look, yeah, you, me- you remember oh, how yeah, I was we in- we
0: actually did the first Granny's PC when we, we were did. only an audio thing. Jason, I, and Tim did Iron Man three. Oh man, that was the first I, thing before. We I, think I think
3: I've I think I've only seen that movie for in it. Yeah, I I think I'm the um I've only seen the movie in full from beginning to end at one time, and then I've seen clips like um I caught it one time right right when um with the airplane scene with the vice president and all that stuff all that shit is great for me so i'm like all right uh but i got to see if i if maybe i uh after all these years it's uh it's something i missed or maybe something that i'll keep hating it's- i don't know because again with the movies that i don't like as much when i go back and revisit them i kind of tend to be more forgiving or i was like oh i kind of did like that or why i was too harsh on this film or i'll go back just like i loved amazing spider-man 2 when i walked out of the theater and then i was like what the fuck were you thinking you know so i think iron J- man 3 is one that uh that i have to re-watch um, i'll tell you
1: this jader if um re-watch it right and if you enjoy um what was i was gonna say shit yeah, like if you enjoy, like, because because I, I I actually really like Iron Man three. I think it's a really good one, and I did yeah. I actually did like argue against it. But um, it's one of those things. Like it's it's a character study of him, right? It's a character yeah. study of Robert Downey Jr. And I think if you can get past the the cardinal sin, the biggest fucking misstep of the movie, that's what that's, which that's is what I Mandarin, hated about it. It's which we it's know exists terrible. now, There's,
3: and we've seen him. Yeah. Now. You know, but I that's right. what I hated because so I was might, expecting it might so Batman. Yeah. yeah. So that's that and, that and, was and that's is,
1: that's shitty, but that's, if you can get past that shitty part, there is good stuff in that movie. You just have to be able to work past the fact that they ruined the Mandarin.
3: Oh, one of the best scenes in that movie for me is um when Tony gives his address out and he goes, Come find me. Yes. Yeah. I love how pissed off he was, what happened with, with Happy and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And then we we uh we get that and just a couple of short minutes later, the attack. That scene was so cool. So I have moments, but I again I was expecting a crazy, crazy Mandarin, Iron Man. I wasn't, you know, on the whole extremist things because they did yeah. the whole Andrew uh Andrew <clears throat> Killian thing that 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 veered completely different from the comics because he doesn't he dies yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's not a he's not a person you know he creates it he creates and that's it um so yeah i was pretty upset but where i was going with this is that i i love when shane black because going back to kiss kiss bang bang very quick when he does original work is where he works for me when he takes an ip that i like or care about or whatever because the last Predator movie they didn't work out for me. about to I, say, I,
0: can you say I hate the Predator without saying I, I hate the Predator? <laughs> fucking hate
3: the
1: Predator. I and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it. So I don't bad. understand
3: it, man. And then I always kind of like um, campaigned for um, you know kids with autism and all that. And they had the autistic kid in the movie. I'm like, bro, this is fucking cool. I couldn't, man. I was like, fuck, fuck, this is terrible. I hate it. That was, for me, the most disappointing movie that year. I don't want to say the worst, the most disappointing. Because I, he, if I'm not mistaken, wrote the first Predator film or helped write the first Predator film, uh, Shane Black. Um, I know he was in it, but I yeah. think he was also a writer. I'm not. I got to double check that. But I was like, oh, it's going to return to form because it was the original film. Um, okay. And then he's coming off of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and uh, oh Iron Man actually. Um, and I think I don't know if Nice Guys was released right before that. Nice I guys think was it was. I think Nice... Yeah, Nice Guys was released before that because I saw Predator with Step and Nice Guys came out before. But um, when I saw Predator, I was like, fuck this shit. I hated it. Um, Predator is written already... by Jim
0: Thomas and John Thomas. So you didn't, okay, at least so you didn't get a wasn't... writing credit on it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I know I know he... I thought he had some sort of writing credits for that because I know he wrote Lethal Weapon and all that shit. Yeah. But, um, but you know, again, I know we completely... It says Guardians. Three people are tuning in now. They're like,
1: "What the fuck are these guys talking
0: about?" Yeah, yeah. we've we, we, we veered off. It's fine. You like movies? You're watching Actually,
1: we'll... you you brought up Lethal Weapon, and I'm gonna bring it back to Guardians. Doesn't the credits of Guardians feel like the credits of the last Lethal Weapon movie, where it's a With bunch pictures of at pictures at the end? Yeah, yes. Shit. Yeah. Jason, yeah. fucking genius, because that's exactly. There you go. It. But we can we
0: yeah. can it back. Yeah, no, and, and, and I and I thought it was cool and. One of the things that we could also bring it back is one of the pictures that is there is from uh, Avengers Endgame with Rocket and Nebula sitting on these stairs oh, yeah. right there yeah. together, and it sh- they did establish That's a great. strong bond during that time during the Blip, the five years that, that were there.
1: So, there I go. had to, so, yeah. So I was, had to. That was awesome.
0: That's such a dope shot.
1: Yeah, I took a picture as a soon dope. as That's I saw it
3: come shot. up, and I was like, oh, I was one of those assholes taking a picture in the middle of. The, but I was like, "I <laughs> gotta keep awesome. that shit. I'll find it. I'll find it later on the internet <laughs> or whatnot." But uh, there was a lot of pictures, obviously, that weren't in the film because there's yeah. certain shit where they yeah. they look like they're flying and like, you know, like happy, and I'm like, "Where the fuck?" And I'm like, oh, and I started looking at some pictures where I'm like, "Okay, that wasn't part of." I was like, "I don't remember that fucking scene."
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but yeah, but. Um, it's nice me, for me man i to wrap this up loved this movie so much just on the first watch i can only imagine it gets better throughout um it honestly besides and I again i don't think i nitpicked too much i think it was just little things that kind of bothered me about mm-hmm. it um to call it a perfect film but it's a solid 9 9.5 out of 10 for me where, where the first one is that solid 10 um, there's there's very little bad that I can say about this, and that's just me if I had to find something bad to say about it, you know? Besides the uh, Adam Warlock thing, I think was probably the main thing that I was really bothered for, if you know. But people that don't know who Adam Warlock is will probably just be like, oh, no, he was, yeah. he was fine. They're not going to care. They're not going to yeah. care, you know? But uh, well, well, I was going to lo- say,
0: actually, even like my, as much as my wife follows this movie, she didn't read the comics, she knows whatever I tell her. She even pointed yeah. to Adam Warlock. She's like, was kind of a pointless character like yeah. not, not, then when I which told her sucks. about it when I said who what he does in the comics after which is like oh so that's why you, yeah. we're really dinging him I'm like yeah 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 it's, it's fine I
3: said the same thing I said the same thing cuz um we I went with some co-workers or well, my brother's co-workers or whatnot and then um uh, they're like oh who's that that guy was really powerful who is that and then I'm like I told him like yo that's pretty much who brings out thanos man like like that's that dude. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, like that he should have been introduced
0: way back. Way like back. the first Guardians maybe." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Jason, yeah, final thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I love this movie. This was great. I love this franchise. Um Yeah, I, that's it. I just I really enjoyed watching this um, I'm going to say that uh, if anyone has watched this these three movies and loved them and you want to get more of this vibe go find the show Farscape because it really does uh, you know it, it shares a lot of the same vibe so yes I'm going to plug a 20 year old show instead of giving you my closing thoughts.
0: Yeah, I'll say we saw Jason and I saw this in 3D the first time it was cool didn't add like a ton but it still added something and did see it in IMAX earlier today was phenomenal in IMAX. Just, yeah. you know, the sound, everything like that. So if you can see it in an alternate format like one of those two, I would highly recommend both of them because it does bring something. It wasn't just like I had I had to. the
3: choice. I had the 7 o'clock show was non-3D. The 10 o'clock show was 3D. Mm-hmm. Um And I went with a non-3D. I wanted to, but I got outvoted. <laughs> uh, I got out oh, there like, no, I don't like 3D. I was like, fuck, all right. I'm like, I'll come back and watch it in 3D if anything. Yeah, um, but um, I I we saw it in the in Dolby. Well, it's called Epic, but it's Dolby. Yeah. Um, and it was phenomenal. Huge screen, man. The sound, my seats were shaking. It was great, great, great stuff. So if you have a Dolby theater out there, get out there and, and watch it in Dolby. Um, I'll probably watch IMAX when I go to uh, Regal and check it out. Nice. And uh Farscape can be watched on Tubi, YouTube, Pluto TV, and <laughs> yes.
0: I'm plugging <laughs> <of> Farscape continues.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jader. I dude, appreciate literally I hate you. Uh.
3: Dude, it is free on everything, dude. On every Oh, you can't wow. see that, but it says free right here. Free, 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 yeah. free. Everyone, yeah.
1: Check but, it out. How can you show. not see
0: Farscape at this point? Yeah. All <laughs> <that's> right. right. <laughs> well, thanks. Well, thanks for joining us this evening as always. Uh Check us out on the Facebook live stream. Uh, join the Granny's Peach Tea <laughs> Facebook group. Check out the trailers and the other, other articles that we share that don't make the show, because otherwise our show will be nine hours long every week. So yeah. check that out. Check, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to Pop Culture Pros. Uh, Twitter, follow at Pop Culture Pros. And wherever you found your audio-only podcast, check out Pop Culture Pros. There's a lot of cool stuff on the network. we got a lot of sports stuff, other movie shows and things like that. Jason, you got anything coming up with Double O Deep Dive, or you guys are still figuring things I'm still,
1: out? I'm still working on it. this. This is all on me, man. I've just been so busy; it's been hard for me to get things together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to Ginny. I'm gonna try to set something up. Uh, I might, I can't do Wednesdays anymore. Wednesdays become unavailable to me. But as we've been doing Sundays, I might move Double O Deep Dive back to Monday, where it started. So, uh, yeah, once I figure that, I'll, I'll post some stuff and, and, and I'll, I'll advertise.
0: Okay. And Jair and I will figure out our schedules. We, we yeah. still have one. We have that scream episode to we do. Have one more episode. So to So we will get it. It is my fault. I, sports is getting crazy for me, so I'm not.
3: Oh right. so, man, how sports has been so great!
0: has sports it been, has been
3: so good. Has, has I mean, it, I'm not. It's not even. No, I'm sorry. It's not even a knock on on. It's not even a knock on yesterday. No, no, I don't understand. Rest. All jokes aside, well, yes, just it has all been. jokes like literally now. No, no shade. No shade. It's no. been so great watching sports. The the series has been great. Uh I didn't watch obviously tonight's game because we were doing the show, but yeah. I saw that I saw that uh that that Booker and Durant just snapped again they're combined like 63 points, and that was like not even done with the game yet. Um mm-hmm. it's just been so much fun to watch, man. It's been very competitive. It's a great time um, of year.
0: You got basketball playoffs, yeah. and you guys playoffs, and I don't even watch hockey.
3: I don't watch hockey, but I've been watching highlights, and I'm like, I'm gonna sit down and watch one of these uh-huh. games, man. uh
2: uh-huh.
3: I'm like, this shit there is you. sick. Playoff hockey, playoff hockey. I don't know if hockey throughout the regular season is like this at all, but playoff hockey is insane. It's bonkers. It's It's completely bonkers. It's insane, dude. So I'm like, man, thank God for sports and movies. It is. We got that's what I'm saying. This is what we're here for, right?
0: Exactly. Spring is it, man. We got airwall sports going on as movies. Summer season season. starting. Officially kicks off with Guardians. So we got a bunch (laughs) of other stuff to, to get into every week, a lot of new movies to talk about. So come check us out. We will be back next week. Uh, we'll be talking about the latest episode, and we'll find the it confirm it's the finale of Titans. Uh, Flash is coming down. Gotham Knights, Superman, and Lois. So we will be talking about that. Uh, all next What's week. that movie next week? I we will discuss that offline because we that might be one of the space weeks before we get into Transformers, which is right around the corner. Yeah, that's right. Now you now you're backing on. Now suddenly you don't want to talk about movies next week. So we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Peace. <laughs>